today's hits and yesterday's favorites are on 97.5 Glory FM. Oh, my. 
The following is a presentation of Team Glory Sports. This is Sunbelt League Baseball. We are defending champion Gainesville Gold Diggers on 97.5 Glory FM. Today's game is being brought to you by Conditioned Air Systems, by Riverside Pharmacy, by King Green Lawn Service, and by the Gainesville Gold Diggers. And I, everyone, along with Joe Gailey, Mike Warford with you here back at Ivy Watson Baseball Field for game number two of the 2023 season. And the defending league champions need to get things going tonight because they fell last night 10 nothing in a run rule game that ended after seven innings as everything just didn't work last night joe's now it's time to restart and reboot as we say get ready for 2023 well other than strikeouts the pitching did fairly good but they gave up uh, 11 hits on the night to the crackers and the crackers struck out the 10 the gold diggers struck out 12 crackers but uh hitting wise they got out hit 11 to what two or three and three. so that that uh, they need to get the sticks going tonight for sure and hold them uh, as far as them getting hits tonight for sure. Pitcher for the Gold Diggers tonight? That Kane Jinx. Kane uh, is listed as an infielder, started and played third base last night for the Gold Diggers. And Kane will start. Uh, he's from uh, Carnesville, Georgia, plays at Tennessee Tech University. And he'll be up on the hill for the Gold Diggers tonight. And join us for all the play by play coverage. Lots of ways to tune into our broadcast here on the radio. On FM 97.5, we're also streaming on the TuneIn Radio app, the simple radio app at home on your Amazon Echo. Just say, play 97.5 Glory FM. You can always go to our website, wgtjradio.com, and click on the Listen Live link. We're also streaming the video and our audio on the Gainesville Gold Diggers YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube and search Gainesville Gold Diggers. You'll get a chance to follow the action live on YouTube coming up this evening. Up next, we'll talk about tonight's ball game. Get ready for the starting batting overs and the first pitch of Gold Diggers Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. Hi, I'm Penny. The wait is over. Heartland Season 16 is coming home to Up Faith and Family exclusively with new episodes each week starting June the 1st. You won't be able to stream Season 16 anywhere else in the U.S. until 2024. Don't miss the -the behind-the-scenes content, cast interviews, and more. Only available to subscribers. Only $5.99 a month. Visit upfaithandfamily.com slash Salem and start your 14-day free trial right now. Finding the right employees is a struggle, and the wrong hire can cost you tens of thousands of dollars. I'm Andrew Krabschetz with RedBalloon.Work. Every week we connect reliable job seekers with serious companies without all today's woke nonsense. If you're looking for motivated, values-aligned talent, then post your jobs on RedBalloon.Work and use promo code SALEM for 10% off your first month. That's RedBalloon.Work and promo code SALEM because life's too short to deal with a bad hire. It's the excitement of Summer League Baseball here on 97.5 Glory FM and on the Gainesville Gold Diggers YouTube channel. At Gainesville Gold Diggers, you can go to their website, gvillegolddiggers.com, and click on that link to their YouTube channel to get a chance to hear and see the action of a ball game this evening as the Atlanta Crackers take on the Gold Diggers in game two of the season. These two teams will play once again the last of the month. They'll play on the 30th of June and on July 1st at Kennesaw State, which is home of the Atlanta Crackers. Next week, the Gold Diggers will be on the road. They'll have four games away from Ivy Watson. They'll play Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Monday and Wednesday, they'll be at Legion Field and Alpharetta taking on the Alpharetta Aviators. Friday and Saturday, they'll be at 
Rod Hart University, the home of the Waleska Wild Things, coming up next Friday and Saturday. Joe and I are back with you a week from Monday on June 12th for the first of four straight games that week. As we'll start things off with a game against the Columbus Chattahoots coming up that week on June 12th. But for the night, as I mentioned, it's reboot time. It's a great place to be here on the shores of Lake Lear. Lots going on. We've got a food truck for you this evening. Yep, they, they're, your... they're on the way. They don't think they've gotten here yet, but we're supposed to have a food truck here tonight. That'll be fun and, and uh, be a lot of excitement here at the ball yard tonight. You can come by and pick up your 2023 merchandise for the games of Gold Diggers. Get a cap, T-shirt. They get that for you also here from Ivy Watson Baseball Field. We're just off of Georgia Highway 53, Dawsonville Highway to the west of Gainesville. You head from Dawsonville on Georgia Highway 400, take Highway 53 over to Gainesville. And you turn right going over to the lake here. We're on the peninsula here, a beautiful place to see college baseball action. This is the Summer League Wooden Bat League for the Sun Belt League. And it's game number two of the 2023 season, Gainesville, the two-time the regular season defending champions last year, the entire league champion, as they went through the postseason winning last year's championship, looking to successfully defend once again this evening. And last night we saw really comes down to three things, but you got a you got a pitch, you got a hit, you got a catch. That's exactly right. You know, and the the thing is, is is Atlanta hit it early and often there in the first inning. They got three hits there early. Had a couple of home runs later in the game to kind of pad their lead. You got a grand slam in the mix. And so, you know, they hit it last night for sure. Uh, Zach Valentine, uh, Jake Beaver uh, didn't pitch bad at all last night. I didn't think anyway. They uh, uh, also had uh, Cole Munhall who finished it out last night. So they didn't pitch that bad. It's just Atlanta Crackers were on fire hitting the baseball last night. Take away the first inning of play. It just took Zach a little time to get ready. Then mm-hmm. he also let the ball game with a arm injury there in the mm-hmm. third inning of play. So we'll see how things could have been if he had been 100% maybe to start the ball game off even. That first inning, that was really what hurt the Gold Diggers the most. But the other runs were all unearned. Mm-hmm. You know, he had the bases loaded there in the third. Jay Beaver came in, maybe didn't get enough time really to get warmed up properly, gives up a walk, and then a grand slam home run. Mm-hmm. All those runs were unearned after an error, kept yep. the ball game going in that inning. And then when Munhall came in, they had another error, which allowed the inning to continue. Next thing you know, two-run homer. So the two big blows that really hurt the Gold Diggers in the ball game. Exactly. And as, as you and I were chatting as we, as we were on our way out last night, is is that first little hit that Campbell got that got past the pitcher, got past Valentine, and kind of dribbled slowly to where neither one, neither uh, Gidry or Rose could get to it. And it was an infield single. And we had a fielder's choice that uh, Campbell was on the run on and was able to get safely to second by the time the throw got there. And then you had a base hit to load the bases, and then you had a fly ball and then a, a, a RBI single by Alford, a strikeout, which, okay, you got two outs, still bases are loaded, and then all of a sudden Cole Smith, the shortstop at that point, hit a, a, a two-run scoring single yep. uh, to put him up three to nothing early on, and Gainesville just couldn't get couldn't get the six going last night. And a lot of damage came after two outs in the innings last yep. night. Yep, and that happened there. You had uh, two outs. You had one up. You had two up and two down in the third inning, and you had a single, an error, a hit by a pitch, a walk, and a grand slam. You know, it's had two outs, and you're a pitcher, pitch or two away from basically three up, three down in that inning. You know, and then you go three up and three down in the um, fourth inning. Uh, well, a four up and three down. Then uh, you get three strikeouts after a couple of base hits there in the fifth inning. And in the sixth inning, as you said, we had a base hit, an out, um, a home run, 
And so, you know, it's it's one of those things that you just you make one bad pitch, and if they hit the, hit it over the wall, and we it's, we saw it carry, as we often say, the ball carries here at Ivy Washington. We saw one of them carry for sure over the right center field fence last night. And what's great about YouTube, you get a chance to see and hear the action of our ball game tonight. Last night, you can go back to our history of broadcasting over the last couple of years of Summer League Baseball. You can go back and see all of our games we broadcast over the past two years on YouTube. So you get a chance to see how this team has grown, maybe see your favorite player. Mm-hmm. And there's still some of their favorite players waiting to come here because they're still in the baseball playoffs. Several of them are still still playing in their college uh, season right now. You've got Sahil Patel from North Greenville College uh, still playing in his. You've got uh, uh, David Lewis from uh, North Greenville, Bryce Roddy, who played last year, uh, Zachary Zara, all from uh, North Greenville, all still playing. You know, Tulane, John, uh, Watch, Jonah Watcher still, you know, they're still playing today in the regionals. Uh, another kid from Tulane um, is, is already here. He's uh, a freshman, Munhall. Uh, but you got some other kids that, that still, I think Mike told me last night he had like six kids that were still playing college ball that uh, still aren't here yet. And that's kind of what happened last year, as you and I know. Yeah, they, they did pretty good early on, but then when all those guys got here, boom, they started clicking really good. Well, again, going back two years ago when they won the regular season championship, they lost the first six games of the season. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. First six same. Then all of a sudden, all those guys showed up, and the things started clicking, and they won the regular season uh, championship last year for sure. And that's how quickly it could turn around, too. So the big thing is you want to protect the home field mm-hmm. here at Ivy Watson throughout the season. So they only forget about last night. We'll really learn from that and say, hey, let's go ahead and change things up for tonight's game. Well, and I, I think the lineup is a little different uh, for Gainesville than it was last night. Uh, you got a couple more with Jeremiah Boys catching tonight and batting cleanup. Um, you've got Brady Moore who's playing third. Who that's where we saw him at last year. I knew we saw him on the infield. He was third last year. Uh, Kel Strickland who called a little bit last night. C.H. and today Beavers in left field. So a little bit of a different lineup. Kane Jinks who's listed as an infielder and played third base played it pretty good. Other than the two throwing errors, played it defensively well, but just didn't had two errant throws. Um, but Kane Jinks is pitching tonight. You mentioned, too, also before our broadcast, you and I were talking just getting ready for this game, is that there's a lot of players in the Sun Belt League, all eight teams, that are in the portal when it comes to colleges. And this is a great chance for them to be recruited here and end up finding a team to play for in 2024. Well, exactly, Mike. A lot of folks can see what these kids can do. And, uh, you know, it's it's a wood bat league. But to see kind of what their mechanics are, pitching-wise, fielding-wise, talk to the coaches, uh, whether it be Micah, or uh, Coach Mystickle uh, from uh, Atlanta and, and just see, you know, okay, tell me about Joe Gailey. Tell me about Mike Walford, that kind of thing, and learn all their habits and all that stuff, and that might help you. And with the kids in the portal, that's not a bad thing, folks. I know that we hear a lot about it because of Division One football and basketball, but that means if they probably went in the freshman year, it wasn't the experience they expected or maybe – they saw the competition was maybe a little better than they were expecting. So let's go back and maybe go to a junior college or go to a smaller four-year school, a Division Two or Division Three school, get our feet under us, get our arms going a little bit better, our bats going, and then come back up to it in the future. The big thing, too, you know from going to college is that now's the time to do it because you got to yep. go ahead and get approved, mm-hmm. get accepted by a college, and then get ready for the, getting ready for the first semester, which will be there before you know it. Oh, exactly. Well, and, you know, I was talking to a couple of guys that, that play football, and, 
you know, they've, they've got to do their thing, and they're coming in, and they're going to have to play or have to, have to report the middle of this month for the uh, fall or spring, uh, summer semester, and they'll do that. And, and basically it's going to be a little bit of school, and then it's going to be a, um, uh, some classes to get used to that routine and weightlifting and working out. And then they'll get back into full-fledged college uh, with everything starting in August. Well, the entire team here is in Ivy Watson Baseball Field. Joe Gailey, Mike Warfield with you here on 97.5 Glory FM. Our producer back in our studios is Nathan Landon. We've got Daniel Wilson of the Sunbelt League, our official scorer. We've got Jerry Colley, the PA announcer here for the Gold Diggers this season. We've got our friends from Chesty High, Wiggle TV, who are taking care of the video for the Games of Gold Diggers YouTube channel and our audio. So we've got the entire team here to get ready for the strike batting orders. All right, for the Atlanta Crackers, you have – Number four, Scott Campbell, center fielder, batting second. The right fielder, number six, Jack Fleming, batting third. The extra hitter, number 23, Tyler Jackson. The cleanup hitter, number 33, the first baseman, Brayton Smith, batting fifth. The second baseman, number three, Jackson Alford. And left field, number 28, Cole Brennan, batting seventh. The third baseman, number 18, Connor Sacculo. Shortstop, batting eight, number two, Carlos Martins. Designated hitter, Jeff Pimentel, number 20. And batting 10th, Boston Forbes is the catcher. The pitcher for Atlanta today is John Luke Glanton. He wears number seven. Four games with the Gold Diggers. A little bit of a changeup, not much, but leading off tonight, number five, Cameron Gidry, the shortstop. Number one, Brady McDevitt will be the right fielder. Number 15, Theo Bryant, batting third in center field. Cleanup hitter, this catcher, number 23, Jeremiah Boyd. Batting fifth, the extra hitter, number 18, Riley Stanford. First baseman, number eight, Derek Baker. Number six, the second baseman, Matt Rose. Batting eighth, number seven, Brady Moore. He'll be at third base this evening. Kel Strickland, the extra hitter, number 16. And batting tenth, the left fielder, number 11. Jake Beaver pitching tonight four games. Well, as I mentioned, number 14, Kane Jinks. First time seeing him this year and first time seeing Brady. And third last year, Brady was at third base, I think, most of the season, if I remember correctly. And so he's out there again tonight. And Theo's in center field. So Riley's EHing. Saw him last year, Georgia Tech product. So it'll be interesting to see how these guys do tonight in their respective position. We'll talk about where they're from, their hometown, and the college they're attending. Um, as we go through the lineup tonight and keep up with the um, the strikeouts and all that good stuff as we go through, Mike. Big question is how long can Jeans go in this ball game? I think you'd have to go as long as possible, maybe six innings or more, because next week's a busy week. You play Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. By next Saturday, you've already played six ball games. Exactly. Well, you've got you've got uh, three or four kids that you know. Riley Stanford's a pitcher. Um, Blake Week Hunt is a pitcher, and uh, Corbin Little's a pitcher who could pitch some, but I'm sure he wants to save him until next week. We're going to stand to our feet for the playing of the National Anthem. We're back in two minutes with more Gold Diggers Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. 80, 85, 90, 95? No, that's not the temperature outside. That's inside your house if your A.C. dies. How well do you think you'll sleep that night? Hi, this is Brooke from Conditioned Air Systems, and if you want a good night's sleep all the time, call Conditioned Air Systems for a complete tune-up by one of our certified technicians. That way, when the temperature goes up, it will only be outside. Call 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit ConditionedAirSystems.com. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia cool. 
I know you have lots of outdoor plans for the summer, but make sure you take care of yourself with a trip to Riverside Pharmacy. They have everything you need from sunscreen to suntan lotion to the things you need to soothe those horrible sunburns. Plus, they have all of the -the over-the-counter and prescription needs for those pesky summertime allergies and colds. So before you hit the road for your vacation, make sure you stop by Riverside Pharmacy across from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Charlie King back with us from King Green. And I don't know about you, Charlie, but I've got much better things to do than pull weeds out of my lawn. I heard that. If you don't have weeds, you don't have a lawn. (laughs) Our job is to keep those weeds at bay year-round. Our program works by preventing weeds and by killing those that are already up. Give us a holler. We'd love to come out and take a look at your lawn. Keep it looking good with King Green. Easy to do. Find out more online at kinggreen.com or just give them a call, like Charlie said, at 770-536-7611. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of year. The excitement of Summer League Baseball returns this June to Ivy Watson Field. Come support the defending Sunbelt League champions, the Gainesville Gold Diggers, managed by a former big leaguer, Micah Owings, as they defend the title and seek back-to-back championships. For more information, visit gvillegolddiggers.com. That's gvillegolddiggers.com. never know who you're going to hear here at Ivy Watson Baseball Field, the playing of the National Anthem as we get ready for the first pitch of Gold Diggers Baseball. Joy Mike with you. Gold Diggers will hit the field defensively to start the first inning. And somebody to bring you the play-by-play coverage. Here's Joe Gailey. Thank you, Mike. Chris Stapleton with the National Anthem. Our officials tonight are Russ Nelson, Dawson Arnold, and Peter Gabriel. And defensively for the Gold Diggers this evening, we have Jake Beaver in left. We have Theo Bryant in center, Brady McDevitt in right. Third to first, Brady Moore at third, Cam Gidry at short, Matt Rose at second, Derek Baker at first. On the hill, Kane Cheeks, his first starter here, the right-hander. Jeremiah Boyd, number 23, will do the catching tonight for the Gold Diggers. Scott Campbell from Macon, Georgia, Chattanooga State Community College due up first, followed by Jack Fleming, then Tyler Jackson here in the top of the first inning. The PA is extremely loud tonight. And hopefully it will be short in between for us. And Joe, for our radio audience, about painting the picture. Painting the picture. You have all black for the gold diggers this afternoon in this 90-degree weather. And all black with their orange and gold numbers in trim. And then you have the orange with or black with orange and white trim and gray pants for the Atlanta Crackers tonight. The officials are in their black and gray, black tops, gray pants. So it's going to be a cool, uh, 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 I say a cool, that might be a cool afternoon up here for us. It's going to be a warm afternoon for the guys on the field today, all in black down there for sure. Beautiful afternoon, 365 to center, 325 down the lines. Beautiful high sky with the little smattering of some high, thin clouds. Nothing like yesterday that helped us with the sun over towards the right field area. The sun is nice and bright this afternoon with no threat of rain. Lord knows we need it for sure. They were wetting down the edge of the grass in the infield. Coach Owens was before we got started out there. Jinx finishes tosses. Throw down by Boyd to second. 
is complete and will be underway just here shortly. Jinx is from Tennessee Tech from Carnesville, Georgia. Our catcher, Jeremiah Boys, Harrisburg, North Carolina, Middle Tennessee State University. Scott Campbell, as I mentioned, out of Macon, Georgia, Chattahoochee, Chattanooga State Community College, wears number four, the center fielder, had a big night for the Crackers last evening. That time called as they're getting the gates closed and everything, making sure we don't have any ball pop away or anything. Home plate umpire Russ Nelson manning those duties this evening. Jinx looks in, gets his sign from Boyd. The first pitch outside. 1-0, we are underway. First pitch is at 640 on my clock, Mike. One ball, no strikes. Jinx, the pitch. Outside, 2-0. Want to get ahead of the hitters tonight. Let them put the ball in play, but let the defense play behind you, I would think. The 2-0 pitch by Jinx. 3-0. And, Mike, we really know nothing about Kane as far as pitching because he played uh, third base last night for the Gold Diggers and don't know much as far as in college if he pitched any. Here's a 3-0. Strike one right down Peachtree. 3-1. Campbell taking all the way that time. The 3-1 pitch by Jinx as he looks in. Here's the pitch. Uh, Pop up off to the right side. It'll be out of play as it's up over the grass. Three and two now. Full count. Now to Scott Campbell. Center fielder had a couple three hits last night. Had the home run, the basically the game-ending home run, if you will. Swung on a missed. Foul tipped into the glove for out number one. Good way to start the game, especially with Campbell, who hit it pretty well last night, as I mentioned. Jack Fleming from Kennesaw, Georgia. Gordon College product. Number six, the right fielder steps in now. The right-handed hitter will step in. You know, I was watching the bats last night, Mike, and Sometimes there's a little bit of sheen off of it. Almost makes me look like it's aluminum, but you know it's a metal or a wooden bat. First pitch, did he go? They're going to ask. They're going to say, no, he did not. A 1-0, ball one now to Jack Fleming. <coughs> Good hot day. A lot of folks on the lake. If you're close, even by lake, pull up, walk on up, watch the game. The 1-0 pitch swung on a missed. Big cut by Fleming. 1-1. One a lot of action going over at uh, Lanier Point at the baseball softball complex. A little tournament going on today, it looks like. The 1-1 pitch. Here it is. Strike two called. Outside corner, 1-2. and two. So Jinx decided after that first round, instead of 3-0, he was going to get ahead of this guy. And it's one ball and two strikes to Fleming. 1-2 by Jinx. Here it is. High pop-up. The O'Brien in center field goes over to his right, makes the grab right on the warning track for out number two. You can see how the ball's going to carry tonight, too. So that ball was not now hit that well off his bat, but it carried the center field. Well, I thought it was hit off the handle, and that's why I didn't think it was going to go very far, but Theo had to keep track, and he went out there right on, caught it right on the edge of the warning track. Now up Tyler Jackson, extra, one of the extra hitters for the Atlanta Crackers tonight, wears number 23. He's from Atlanta, plays his college ball at Southern Wesleyan University. First pitch is a ball outside, bounced away. 
Outfield is Beaver, Bryant, and McDevitt, two of the same three that we had last night. Henley was in left last night. Beaver's in left tonight. Salt State Jake played a little outfield in high school and in last year for the Gold Diggers. That pitch is outside and low. 2-0. and Jackson we saw catch a little last night. The 2-0 pitch. Outside corner, strike one, two and one. Those of you that's not familiar with Sunbelt League, they can bat 10. You can bat nine if you want. But most of them bat 10, a couple of extra hitters, or an extra hitter and a DH, however you want to say it. The 2-1 pitch. Missed on, missed on inside, so it is three balls and one strike. Sun right in the eyes of the batter, the catcher, and the home plate umpire. The 3-1 pitch. Hit high on the right side. Right fielder's coming in. That's going to be McDevitt. He makes the grab in shallow right field for out number three. That's what we'll do. 3-3 three, three down. Go the Crackers here in the top half of the first inning for Atlanta. No runs, no hits, no errors. No one left on base. At the end of a half inning of play, it's the Atlanta Crackers nothing, and the Gold Diggers are coming to bat. 80, 85, 90, 95? No, that's not the temperature outside. That's inside your house if your AC dies. How well do you think you'll sleep that night? Hi, this is Brooke from Conditioned Air Systems, and if you want a good night's sleep all the time, call Conditioned Air Systems for a complete tune-up by one of our certified technicians. That way, when the temperature goes up, it will only be outside. Call 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit ConditionedAirSystems.com. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia cool. I know you have lots of outdoor plans for the summer, but make sure you take care of yourself with a trip to Riverside Pharmacy. They have everything you need from sunscreen to suntan lotion to the things you need to soothe those horrible sunburns. Plus, they have all of the -the over-the-counter and prescription needs for those pesky summertime allergies and colds. So before you hit the road for your vacation, make sure you stop by Riverside Pharmacy across from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. The game's a great way to start things off with the Gainesville Gold Diggers here. First inning, no runs, no hits, no errors, and no one left on base for the Crackers. Now let's see what the Bats can do here tonight, Joe. Exactly. Well, that's kind of how they wanted last night to start off, but it started off better tonight for them. Defensively for the Crackers, you've got Cole Brennan in left, Scott Campbell in center, Jack Fleming in right, third to first, Connor Sacculo at third, Carlos Martins at short, Jackson Alford at second, Braden Smith at first, John Luke Glanton on the hill for the Crackers. Boston Forbes is the catcher for the Crackers this evening. Leading off, Cameron Guidry, number five, the shortstop from Snellville, Georgia, plays for the University of Cincinnati. And you'll have Brady McDevitt, the right fielder, followed by Theo Bryant, one, two, three this inning. But hopefully it'll be, as Mike says, one, two, three, and then four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Leading off in the bottom of the first for your goal diggers. The shortstop, number five, Cameron Guidry. Cam didn't have too many balls hit to him last night, but what was hit to him, he fielded pretty good. Had a tag out at second and assisted, or a, a put out at second on a stolen base attempt. Cam's a shortstop wearing number five. Fairly close to home, natively, from Snellville, Georgia. Stands in the first pitch. Oh, hit him on the first pitch. Took one for the team. And hit him right there on the elbow, on his elbow pad. So he'll trot down to first with a hit batter. 
It's a good way for the Diggers to start off in their first base runner tonight here in the bottom of the first inning. Now Brady McDevitt, leadoff man last night, batting second tonight at number one, the right fielder from Marietta, Georgia, plays his college balls at Chipola Community College. Left-handed hitter will stand in. Brady's in right field again tonight. Let's see if Cameron is looking to run. First pitch to Brady is outside. And Cameron may be waiting a pitch or two before he sees what the pitcher, Glanton, has to offer. Glanton checks the runner. The 1-0 pitch. High chopper over the infield's head. Base hit. And go, Glanton's going to, excuse me, Gidry's going to go to third. He will be safe. He'll have runners at first and third. With a base hit, there was a high chopper off the infield. Might have hit off the plate, but it went over the first baseman's head and into right field. Fleming able to get it back the in, but Gidry scampered around the bases. And it's now at 33rd base. That brings up the center fielder, Theo Bryant. Now's the opportunity, Joe, with runners on the corners and nobody out. You may can go ahead and try to steal second, but get some momentum going. It might be Theo Bryant, who we saw last year, the center fielder, outfielder a lot. Bears number 15, center fielder from Connolly, Georgia, Tennessee Tech product. Theo stands in. The runners on the corners. Nobody out here. Bottom of the first. First pitch is outside to Theo. Theo showed a little progression at the end of the season, started a little slow and started showing a little pop in his bat and getting on base a good bit last year. Glanton looks in, gets his sign. Checks the runner at first, the pitch. Swung and a miss, big cut by Theo right there. And a curveball broke right there at the plate. One and one. Brian Bryant took a good hard look down at Skipper Owens. At the third base coach's box, the 1-1 pitch. Runner going, swung on a miss. The throw down is going to be, nope, they cut it off, thinking that Gidry might be headed home, but it didn't. We've got a stolen base by Brady McDevitt. And that's the advantage of a runner on third base. Yep. Kind of made sure they threw it to short, so they pulled old 26 out of the hat, throwing it to the shortstop, thinking, well, he might head home, but he did not. Theo stands in with a. 2-1 count, and this was a 1-2 count. He swung and missed and strike three. So one man out now in the top bottom of the first. Bring up Jeremiah Boyd. We didn't see Jeremiah last now, night. Jeremiah is a catcher number wearing number 23. Boyd. Harrisburg, North Carolina product from Middle Tennessee State University. Batting cleanup, Jeremiah Stands in. Jeremiah's first, our first look at Jeremiah this year. Has one right back out to the shortstop. Shortstop picks it up, throws on to first, a run will score. So he got the run in. He hit to the shortstop cleanly, and Carlos Martins threw over to Brady Smith. Advanced the runners 90 feet. So now you have two outs, a run in, and a runner on third. That scores Gidry with the first run of the ball game. The Diggers take the lead, their first run of the season. Remember that one for 2023 as they lead 1 nothing. Runner there, and that one scored. Now we have Riley Stanford, big Georgia Tech guy, Gainesville product. Out of Gainesville, Georgia. Wearing number 18, first pitch to him was a strike called. Batting as the extra hitter. We saw Riley pitch a little bit last year and play first base a little bit last year for the Diggers. 
The 0-1 pitch. Ground ball. Chopped over to the second baseman. Alford cleans it. Over to Smith for out number three. And they'll do it for the Diggers here in the first. They score one run on one hit. No errors. And the man left on base. At the end of one, it's the Gold Diggers one. And the Crackers, I think, on 97.5 Glory FM. Charlie King from King Green back with us. And we're talking about making sure your lawn has grass in it, but not weeds. How do we do that? Call King Green. Right now, most lawns have some weeds. We've had a lot of rain. The weeds are growing. King Green has the right system and the right products to get those weeds out of your lawn. Get it healthy, get it green, get it moving for the year. Yeah, you can do post and pre-emergent, right? Absolutely. Yeah, check them out. King Green Online, kinggreen.com. On the phone, 770-536-7611. Call them today. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of year. The excitement of Summer League Baseball returns this June to Ivy Watson Field. Come support the defending Sunbelt League champions, the Gainesville Gold Diggers, managed by former big leaguer Micah Owings as they defend the title and seek back-to-back championships. For more information, visit gvillegolddiggers.com. That's gvillegolddiggers.com. Back here at Ivy Watson Baseball Field, top of the second inning with the Diggers leading one to nothing. You can always let us know where you're tuned into our broadcast. You can send a text to our new text line number, which is 678-928-1826. Our text line is 678 928 1826. Let us know where you're tuned in to Gold Diggers Baseball anywhere across the southeast and across the country. Love to hear from them. We had folks from around the country, way out on the left coast, listening in last year. And hopefully, we'll have parents and fans, girlfriends, and all that kind of stuff listening to it this year. Leading off for the Crackers here in the top of the second, Braden Smith, first baseman, number 33 from Statham, Georgia. Georgia College and State University product. The left hander comes in. Let's see what Braden can do here. First pitch by Jinx. Bounces up. 1-0. Good block there by our catcher, Jeremiah Boyd. Jeremiah wanted to be seen tonight, Mike, because he's got his royal blue and gray chest protector, shin guards, and face guard and helmet on tonight to go with his black uniform. The pitch. Bounced away. 2-0. On deck, man, offer will come up and grab it and toss it back to the umpire. Two balls, no strikes now to Smith. Kane Jinks looks in. Gets his sign from Jeremiah. The pitch. Swung and a missed. 2-1. Ah, fastball. Teasing him with it. So I think he fell behind the first runner, first that, batter in the back. The first thing here is doing the same thing. That's exactly right. Two ball, one strike pitch. Inside, three and one. He came back to strike out the leadoff here in the mm-hmm. first. Let's see what he can do here. Hopefully he can do that again. Three balls, one strike to Smith. The pitch. Outside. Corn, out He's outside, so it may all ball four. And he walked him. And so that's the first base runner of the day. It's the first walk of the day. For Atlanta, the second bring up Jackson Alford, number three, Alford. the second baseman Alford from Marietta, Georgia, Gordon College product. Old Glory waving out in the wind, blowing out today. 
And we saw the ball carrying the first inning. Mm -hmm. First pitch is a ball. Jinx, a little bit more erratic. He takes a little step off the back of the end of the mound, goes to the edge of the grass. Now steps back up on the hill. Jinx ready now. Gets his sign from Boyd. The 1-0 pitch. Ground ball out towards the third baseman. Throws a one-hopper over to the to second. They got the man there, and he's safe at first. As Brady Moore picked it up, threw it over to Matt Rose. Matt Rose got it, but the, the runner, Alford, beat oh, out the, the throw down at first. So one man out and uh, one man on here in the top of the second. Cole Brennan, the left fielder now, will come up. He is plays at Chattanooga State Community College, but guess where he's from? Cincinnati, Ohio. Throws over to first. Back in time is Jackson Alford. In that last play, we had good play by Moore. It wasn't not a double play ball at all. We got the nope. throw over to second base. Rose to get the lead runner. Mm -hmm. Looked like he might have short hopped Rose there at second base. If so, that probably helped helped him get on to second. Strike call in the outside corner. Only one. Left-handed hitter, Brennan. Where's number 28? Stands in. Playing left field this evening for the Crackers. The one pitch he throws over to first. Back in time is the runner, Jackson Alford. They can throw over to the bases as much as they want to in this league unlike the major leagues where you can only do it two times and on the third time if he's not out it's a balk pitch inside two and one I believe now and Jinx will stand in and pitches from the stretch position checks the runner the pitch. The runner goes. Fouled off. A hit and run. And good thing it was fouled back to the screen. Roll down towards the dugout. So the runner has to return. Little, he did second base stolen. Yes, he did. Jackson Alford had a big jump that time on Jinx. The 2-2 pitch with one out and one on. It is. Runner goes again, swung on him, fouled off the yeah. left-hand side. Jinx may have to watch the way he approaches the batter because it looks like he may be telegraphing his move mm -hmm. on Blake. Yep. Giving the runner a big advantage. Mm -hmm. He had another big jump that time. Two-two is the count on Brennan. The left-hander awaits the pitch from Jinx. Jinx checks his runner. The pitch not going. Ball. We'll ask if he went. He did not. And they're checking the man down at third base, but guess where that umpire is? He's at second, so he can't tell that one right there. Yep. Unless he went that far away, and I believe the home plate umpire would have saw that one if he had. So three balls, two strikes, a full count to the batter, Brennan. Goes over to first. Oh, and he threw it away. Bounces off the fence, rolls down towards right field. They got to hurry. The man's headed towards third. 
There comes a throw over to third. It will be late, and he will be safe at third base. That's one thing they must work on, Joe, mm-hmm. is that combination of the pitcher to first. Yep. And uh, the, the throw got over there, and it, it, it was going to be close. And the left-handed first baseman, Derek Baker, just couldn't corral it, but it was a throw that was off center, if you will, and made Baker have to dive after it and went under his glove. And right fielder McDevitt had to come in and play it. Still a 3-2 count, but now you got a guy 90 feet away with one out. You need this out right here. The pitch. Ground ball. Hit the bag and it's fair. Hit the bag and kind of died out there in right field. McDevitt comes in but drives in the run. His number three, Alford, scores on the base hit. Outside the ball game at 1-1 here in the second inning. Played just past the top of the hour. Let's pause 10 seconds for a station identification. You're tuned to Gold Diggers Baseball. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. So game time now here at 1-1 in the top of the second inning. Unfortunate home pair of events right there back-to-back with there, and then the, the base knock just missed the foul ball by inches and hit the bag fair and drove in the run. First pitch to Connor Sal Sacculo. Is a strike. Saculo, Sevierville, Tennessee, Chattanooga State Community College. Where's number 18 playing third base again this evening? Now the Crackers first hit of the ball game and scores that first run. The 0-1 pitch by Jinks. Swung on a missed. Had a good inside fastball. Had him swinging kind of inside out, but he swung over the top of it. If he'd have hit it, he'd have to jam him pretty bad. Again, Joe, the bad thing right now, the, the Gold Diggers have committed three errors in two games all by Jinx. Mm. The 0-2 pitch now. Jinx looks in, gets his sign from Boyd. The pitch. Strike three call. Good big, way to come back. Big strikeout right there. That's his third strikeout of the game. Two men out now. The shortstop, number two, Carlos Martinez. Carlos Matanz, the shortstop, number two, Ackworth, Georgia, from Gordon College. Right-handed hitter will stand in. See what he can do here in the top of the second inning. Score tied at one. Here's the pitch. Ball one. Good job by Boyd to keep it out in front of him. Jeremiah catching today is... As I mentioned, from Harrisburg, North Carolina, Middle Tennessee State University product. He's built like a catcher, too. 1-0 pitch from Jinx. Strike on the inside corner, 1-1. Runner at first is Brennan. Base hit that scored offered. Two men out. An infield fielder's choice that got the out of second. Looms pretty big now, doesn't it, Mike? Oh, it sure does. 1-1 pitch. Way outside to try to throw behind the runner. He gets back in safely. Good job by Jeremiah to be thinking about it. Derek was, must have been a a play that was, they were signaling to each other because everybody was ready for the throws that came to them. Open stance by Martins. 
Hands way up around his chin. That pitch is blocked by Boyd. It's now three and one, two and one. See what the umpire tells us. Put the the scuffed up ball in and back in his pocket and in his ball bag and gets ready. Two balls, one strike. Jinx will check the runner. Then he steps up on the hill. The two one. Swung on a missed. Two and two now. Three and two. Three and two. Yep. Three two count as he holds up three fingers on the left hand and two on the right. So the payoff pitch now coming to Martins. Jinx the pitch. Fouled off the catcher's mask pretty efficiently. I say efficiently, pretty hard. And Jeremiah took a lick right there. I think about though, Jinx's pitch count is already building. Joseph, mm-hmm. the third full count he's had in the game. Yep. Not counting the three or four foul balls we've had. <clears throat> Figure if you throw five to each batter and he's through seven batters, there's 35 pitches right there. 40 if you count this guy. There's the pitch. A ball outside. Walks him. So two walks this inning. And now you have runners at first and second. And Jeff Pimentel, designated hitter now, designated number, hitter, 20. number 20. As you Jeff watch Pimentel. our ball game on the Gainesville Gold Diggers YouTube channel, you probably can see this the mechanics of Jinx out there on the mound and the struggles he may be having today. Well, the catcher goes out. Boyd to talk to him a little bit, make sure that they've got everything squared away and what they're chatting about. Pimentel. Duluth, Georgia native and a product of Shorter University over in Rome where my oldest niece, Sarah, goes. She is a a education major but is in the choir and, and does an excellent job. They had a really big concert there at the end of the school year when we were able to go over. Packed house in the small chapel there that night. I like their choir director because they're short and sweet. They go an hour and boom, they're done. <laughs> Runners on first and second. Pimentel trying to break the tie. Fouls the first pitch off from Jinx. 0-1 dam. And sort of trying to build an athletic program. They had difficult time there in the Gulf South Conference in Division II. Mm-hmm. That a nice little complex. We rode by it a couple times when we went over to concerts ahead. Both times we went over there, must have been playing on the road that weekend. The pitch is low, 1-1. One Probably the powerhouse of that conference is West Florida. Ah, you got so you got to travel all the way from the North Georgia Mountains to West Florida to play a weekend series or vice versa. Gil says a big conference. The one-one pitch, hit him, loads the bases. So again, you're trying to, to get out of this inning without any more damage taking place. The game is tied at one-one here in the top of the second inning. Coach Carpenter will now come out and have a discussion. With Kane Jinx. I can't let everybody know that I'm a little different than anybody else in this business. I can't see what's going on. And even I can tell that he's got some mechanic issues out there. Well, you can tell just from being the ball location when I call that. You can tell kind of what's going on there. Exactly. He's taking so much time in between pitches. I'm sure that Chris wants him to get more of a rhythm going in between the the pitches that are called. Mm -hmm. 
Well, and he's, you know, I'm seeing the Chris's motion about how he's raising his right hand, and how he comes over with his left, or comes over with his right hand, comes up with his left hand. So talking about the mechanics as he's going through there, and that's something that Chris is a really good teacher of it because obviously of his pitching career, but he's been teaching for 20 years. Well, you go from the shoulder motion to the yep. elbow to the wrist. Yep. All of that together. Yep. They come out, and home plate umpire comes out. He and Chris Carpenter share a, a chuckle, and they come back up and get playing again. And say, would you prefer a food truck or the concession stand tonight? <laughs> he said, I'd like for you to put a dome and cool it off to about 68 degrees is what I'd like there, Coach. <laughs> Uh, I know it was a warmer last night for the umpires. So you can see the sweat. I'm sure it is tonight. All right. Boston Forbes, a catcher. Canton, Georgia native. Kennesaw State and University product. First pitch is the ball. They throw behind the runner. Got him at first. And they pull off the 2-3 play on Pimentelin's call out. At first, round number three. Yeah, big play to end the inning. They'll do it for the Crackers here in the second in the inning. But second, Atlanta scores score. one run. Crackers one. Uh, I hit. One. No, no, one error, I should say. One run, one hit, one error, and two men left on base. At the end of an inning and a half, we're all tied. It's Atlanta one and Gainesville one on 97.5 Glory FM. 80, 85, 90, 95? No, that's not the temperature outside. That's inside your house if your AC dies. How well do you think you'll sleep that night? Hi, this is Brooke from Conditioned Air Systems, and if you want a good night's sleep all the time, call Conditioned Air Systems for a complete tune-up by one of our certified technicians. That way, when the temperature goes up, it will only be outside. Call 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit ConditionedAirSystems.com. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia cool. I know you have lots of outdoor plans for the summer, but make sure you take care of yourself with a trip to Riverside Pharmacy. They have everything you need from sunscreen to suntan lotion to the things you need to soothe those horrible sunburns. Plus, they have all of the -the over-the-counter and prescription needs for those pesky summertime allergies and colds. So before you hit the road for your vacation, make sure you stop by Riverside Pharmacy across from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Thanks for being with us here on 97.5 Glory FM, your home of the Gainesville Gold Diggers once again. Joe Gailey and Mike Wofford with you. Our producer is Nathan Laddie back at our studios. You get a chance to hear and see the action of Gold Diggers baseball on their YouTube channel, Gainesville Gold Diggers. we got a great staff here with a great video work for the entire season this summer. Derek Baker, the first baseman, number eight, will be the first man up, followed by Matt Rose and Brady Moore. Derek Wesley Chapel, Florida native. Florida Southern is his university. Derek will stand in, left-handed hitter. See what he can do. Maybe get some another run or two going. That's inside big time. He had to kind of scoot back out of the way to keep from hitting him. One ball, no strikes. John Luke Glanton in his second work of, inning of work. Swung on a miss, a big cut there by Derek. Glanton, as I mentioned, is from Georgia College State from Metter, Georgia, Cameron County. And in South Georgia, foul back to the screen. One and two. One ball, two strikes. As Matt Rose retrieves the foul ball, tosses it back to the home plate umpire. Everybody regular depth. First baseman's way back deep. That one's outside. Two and two now. 
Baker steps out for a moment, takes a swing, which is legal. They can do that. Steps back in. The pitch. Swung on a miss and a big curveball. Strike three. The second strike out of the evening by the second baseman. Glenn. Number six, Matt Rose. Number six, Matt Rose, the second baseman, stands up. Hometown Clearwater, Florida. Plays at the University of South Florida. Coach Owens has some connections with these coaches all over the country. Gets him on big sweeping curveball. Strike one called to Matt Rose. Matt, the second baseman, played there last night and starting there again tonight for the Gold Diggers. The pitch. Low and away, one. Going to change baseballs. On plate umpire will rub out the dirt off of that one, put it back in his pocket. If I'm a pitcher, I want the dirt on it. But I'm not a pitcher. So. The 1-1 pitch. There's a ground ball, base hit, right between the five and six hole. So we have, after an out, Matt Rose with a sharp sink to left field to get things going here in the second seven, inning. Brady Moore, four. number seven, the third baseman. From right up the road at Talking Rock, Georgia. Undecided on his college choice in North Georgia. Native North Georgia. Up in Talking Rock, LJ area. Not far from home. A little bit further north of me. First pitch to Brady. Strike called outside corner. We saw Brady play third base last year a good bit, Mike. Yes, we did. One out. Matt Rose on first after the single. See what Brady can do right here. Keep things going. Throw over to first. Matt slides back in safely. Head first into first. Early on, we've not seen the Gold Diggers play much small ball, but mm-hmm. they have been a little aggressive out there on the base pass. Trying to make one, things happen. That one's low. One and one now. Yeah, we saw last year we saw them play small ball, and they were aggressive on mm-hmm. the base pass. Absolutely, and could hit the long ball too. Mm-hmm. We might see that as season progresses and more of the players start coming in. The 1-1 pitch by Glanton. Curveball, nice one. Swung on a miss, strike two. Last year the Gold Diggers led the league in home runs hit. Yes, they did. We'll have to get busy because Cracker started with two last night. The 1-2 pitch to Moore. Here it is. Solid single right by the second baseman. Got a hurry. We barely got to second base. He had to wait to make sure he got through. And by the time he got there, he only beat it by a half a step to second base. He had to slide in safely. Did Matt Rose at second. Brady Moore back-to-back singles by Rose and Moore. The extra hitter we saw him catch last night, Kale Strickland, number 16 from Watkinsville, Georgia, University of Georgia product. Kale will stand in the right-handed hitter. The pitch. Strike called. Nice curveball that drifted away from the hitter. 0-1. Oh, one. one run, three hits, one error for the Gold Diggers. One run, one hit, no errors for the Crackers. Two men on. And an out here near the pitch. A little chop foul right there at home plate. 
Well, it's always interesting about the Sun Belt League. Even with the games of Gold Diggers, you see players from the Division Two level there to the group of five, the big group of five guys. Yep. Mm-hmm. Got them from everywhere. The group of five, the, you have Division Two, Division Three players, and, you know, it's, it's fun to watch them progress. You know, I think, and I don't remember names. I apologize. You know, remember that better than I, but I think that the Sun Belt League has had a, a kid or two that, that have graduated on to the majors. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Sure have. So I think last year, one of the kids from, from one of the teams at the second baseman, I think, graduated on and got drafted. So uh, this is his step before that that opportunity for him. No balls, two strikes, one out. Runners on first and second for the Diggers. The pitch by Glatton. Fouled off. And we're going to foul ball as it, umpire says, foul immediately. And went into foul territory, but it hit behind and fouled off. And... Coach Owens is like, okay, get into it. It's foul, and umpire called it immediately. Didn't hesitate on it, which is good. Let everybody know what was going on. Uh, they think protect the plate, keep the ball on the ball. That's it. That's exactly right. No balls, two strikes. Glanton looks into his catcher, Forbes. Time was called. Now, that's the only time that the batter can call. After he's towed the rubber, if I remember correctly. And umpire is letting the coaches know what's going on now. Yep. Still a no two count. That's what I'm guessing here. It is. They don't keep a time clock like you see in the majors. The pitch outside, one and two now. The batter can call time once per at-bat. After that, it's considered an offensive conference. And that's a negative for your offensive side. Swung on a missed. The runners go, and they'll have the bases stolen. But two outs now, and runners at second and third. That's the... One, two, three, third the strikeout. Number 11, Jake Beaver. Moore and Rose, both with a stolen base. Jake Beaver, the left fielder, will come up now. Jake in Gainesville, Georgia, played Flyer Branch, now at Georgia State University. The left-handed hitter will stand in. Where's number 11? See what he can do right here. Get a run in. That pitch is high. Ball one. I know he'd like to get a sharp single and drive in one of them anyway. Absolutely. Taps the bat in front of the plate and behind it. He's ready. Glanton looks in after the sign. The pitch. Swung on a miss right over the top of it. One and one. Big thing. Two straight innings of diggers with runners on second and third in scoring mm-hmm. position. Yep. Well, if you can put the pressure on, on the defensive team all night like that, it's going to benefit you because at some point you would think that the Defensive team will mess up, make a mistake, whatever. So Now the catcher goes out. Forbes talks to his pitcher. While that happens, home plate umpire and Beaver have a conversation. You mentioned Jake pitching for Georgia State. What's interesting is that really on that level of the Sun Belt Conference, for example, State had one of their best players who played the field. He also was a relief pitcher. That pitch is outside, two and one. You, you can do that in NCAA mm-hmm. baseball. You can play in the field and come in. Instead of going to the bullpen, you're out there in the field and going in and pitch. Right. 
right? Kind of an extra advantage or extra weapon you have there in your repertoire. Nice curveball. Broke right nicely across the middle of the plate. Two and two on Jake Beaver now. Got to protect the plate now. Jake stands in. I'm sure mom and dad are here tonight. I say I'm sure. I'm pretty sure they would be. Now they're listening. Yep. The 2-2 pitch. Swung on a miss. If it gets away from the catcher, he's going to have to go throw it down there, but they're not going to have a play as Jake will, as it got away from the catcher, and Jake legs it out to first. Had a chance there to score that run, too. Well, it don't, it bounced up the third baseline about uh, 15 feet, stop. so if it Number had, he'd been five. coming right at him. Cameron, so. get he had that plague on the first base, though, and the catcher had to get back to home plate. Yep. So, Gidry, the leadoff man who started off with it by a pitch and came around and scored. Cam Gidry, shortstop number five, comes to bat for his second time with the bases full. First pitch is high. Now, Glanton with a little bit of anxiousness out there with the bases full of diggers. Strike called, a nice little curveball, broke nicely across the plate. One and one. If you do a scoring baseball, it was a, a strikeout, but doesn't count as an out for the diggers. The pitch. Outside. Two and one. And we got a lot of new fans tuned in to our broadcast this summer. Good. Glad you're with us, learning the game. Love to have them with us. Two balls, one strike. Pitch is swung and a missed. Strike two. Two and two now to Kim Gidry, the leadoff hitter for the Gold Diggers. Kim will stand back in. The 2-2 pitch. Grounded foul down towards the third base dugout of the Atlanta Crackers. Coach Mike Owens will go over and pick it up, dust it off, and hand it to the umpire as he comes by in between innings. Hopefully that won't be for another 20 minutes or so. The 2-2 pitch. Outside, 3-2. and two. Full count now to Cameron Guidry. The payoff pitch. Runners are moving. There's a little flare going. It's going out towards right center field. It's off the glove of the center fielder. So, or did he catch it? No, he caught the ball. Oh, man. I thought it went off his glove. I thought all of us up here, I thought it went off his glove, but he, the center fielder tracked it down out there for out number three, Mike. And they'll do it for the Gold Diggers here in the second inning. No runs on two hits, no errors, and three men left on base. At the end of two, we're all tied. Games one, Atlanta one here on 97.5 Glory FM. Charlie King is with us from King Green. And, Charlie, I often hear you talk about aeration. I'm wondering, why is that so important for the lawn? Aeration relieves compaction in these heavy clay soils. It'll also let some roots grow. It just makes your lawn healthier and happier all year long. Please give us a call when you can at 770-536-7611 or kinggreen.com. Take care of it, folks, because they know what they're doing. Over 35 years locally owned and operated by this guy right here. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of year. The excitement of Summer League Baseball returns this June to Ivy Watson Field. Come support the defending Sunbelt League champions, the Gainesville Gold Diggers. 
managed by a former big leaguer, Micah Owings, as they defend the title and seek back-to-back championships. For more information, visit gvillegolddiggers.com. That's gvillegolddiggers.com. At the end of two here from Ivy Watson Baseball Field, the last score we just talked about for the Gold Diggers, one run on three hits, one error. And for the Atlanta Crackers, one run on one hit and no errors as we go to the top half of the third inning. Atlanta Crackers will have 10-1-2 and two up. Boston Forbes, the catcher, was at the plate when the pickoff from Jeremiah Boyd down to Derek Baker occurred last inning to pick off Jeff Pimentel. So Forbes, then the leadoff man Campbell and Fleming due up for the Crackers this inning. Defensively, everybody's still the same. Kane Jinks, Jeremiah Boyd, the battery for the Gold Diggers. Mm-hmm. Boston Forbes, first pitch to him is a ball. Where's number 32? He's the catcher of Canton, Georgia. I said earlier, plays the college ball at Kennesaw State University. He's an owl in the pitch. Flair foul off the right side. He was about last inning when the last out was made with that mm-hmm. pickoff move to first base. Yep. Right down the road from him, Michael over in Canton, over in uh, Kennesaw, Georgia. We go down to the Golden Corral. We ride right by the football field in Kennesaw, Georgia. In the baseball field, home of the Atlanta mm-hmm. Crackers. Ball in sight. One and one. Forbes stands in, wiggles that bat. The pitch. Foul back. He wanted that one. He hopped up as soon as he hit it. He said, oh, man, I should have hit that one. And he hit it. He just hit it foul off the bottom of the bat. One ball, two strikes. Or two and two. Two balls, two strikes. Excuse me. The 2-2 pitch by Jinx. Here it is. There's to by the third baseman. Oh, he caught it. I'm not following the ball well today, and the third baseman, Moore, caught that one out of midair, made the grab for the first out of the inning. Number four, Scott Campbell. The Diggers done a great job the first two ball games. It comes to defense. The airs have come on throws so Mm -hmm. far. Mm -hmm. Scott Campbell will come to the plate now. Struck out his first time at bat. First pitch is a strike on the outside corner to Campbell. Making Georgia native. There's number four, play center field for the Crackers. The pitch. Bounced up, one and one now. One ball, one strike. Campbell steps out for a moment as the Boyd has to get the ball back to Jinx, and he does. One-one pitch now by Jinx. Pitching from the windup. The pitch. It's a high fly ball. The O'Brien in center having to go back for it. That ball is going to be off the top of the wall. Bounces back right towards center field. Campbell motoring around third. They got to hurry. They're going to stop him at third. With that arm by, it would have been a really close bang bang play at home. But the third base coach, Mystic Mystical, stopped him at third on a stand up triple. He had a chance for an inside the park home run. The ball went to the deepest part of the ballpark off the top of the fence. Yep. 
Jack. You can hear it hit the fence through our microphone. Heard a little thud out there, and then Theo got on his horse and ran right back in. Luckily, Brady McDevitt was helping follow it. The throw was a good sharp one right back in. It would have been a bang-bang play at home plate for sure, but Jack Fleming will come back with a chance to drive in the go-ahead run. It is tied at one in the top of the third. The pitch swung and a miss. The big swing and a miss by Fleming. It'll fly ball out to Theo Bryan his first time, the Kennesaw, Georgia native. Where's number six for the Crackers? Playing right field again today. The pitch. Foul back over the right-hand side. One and two. That's where Jenkins go ahead and get this batter out here. Get mm-hmm. him struck out or get a ball in the infield. Keep the run from scoring. Yep. The two-strike pitch. Here it is. There's one out over towards the right field. It'll be a hit. It'll go all the way to the wall. So that'll be at least a double and drive in the run. Campbell will score, and it'll be a stand-up double for Jack Fleming. So back-to-back extra base hits for the Crackers. They take the lead 2-1 here in the third. A little action going by a left-hander. Looks like Jake Beaver down there warming up in the bullpen. It looks like E.H. Tyler Jackson, number 23, comes to the plate. Tyler, right-handed hitter. Got a runner on second. That's Fleming. That looks like he got Beaver down there warming up tonight. Give him a little more time to warm up. Now the catcher, Boyd, going to go out and talk to Jinx, give him an extra two or three throws. Anything to buy some time for that warm-up man. Well, again, pitching is going to be very interesting, Joe, because mm-hmm. you're playing six ball games in just like eight days. Right, and exactly. And that's going to be tough on anybody's pitching staff. Well, you're going to wind up. You might see position players pitching. I'm thinking that Jinx might be that regular oh, sure. position player, and he's pitching today. And you might see that a fair amount early in the season just to make sure you got enough bodies. There are very few pitchers you'll see that are just straight pitchers yep. in this it's, league. Yep, I agree. Only see the only guys you might see that, that play with one possession, and that's the catcher. <laughs> and a lot of times you shortstop, I guess, maybe third. I mean, Gainesville has Zach Valentine right now. We don't know his status after mm-hmm. leaving the game last night with an injury. Tyler Jackson stands in. First pitch by Jinx to him. Here it is. Outside. 1-0. One, one ball, no strikes. One run in. One out, one one on here, top of the third inning. Crackers lead it two to one. The pitch. Ball, two and oh. Jink steps off the back of the hill there, goes down to the edge of the grass, now turns around, comes back up to the rubber. I don't know if he can really tell what kind of pattern he's wanting to throw, Joe, if it's fastball, curveball, in a certain situation. Mm-hmm. The 1-0 pitch, swung on a missed, got away from the catcher, but not far enough. And that will be a one ball, one strike now. Well, and you talk about the pattern there, Mike, when a pitcher will know what they want to throw and in what situation they want to throw it. And if he's not regularly a pitcher, that's what you mean by that. He really doesn't know, okay, it's two strikes, blah, 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 should I throw a curveball? You know, it's no ball and two, two strikes right here, I can waste one, that kind of thing. The 1-1 pitch now to Jackson. Swung on out towards third base. Shortstop, excuse me, Gidry picks it up. One hopper, but it's going to be safe as it bounces away. 
And the runner will score as it goes where? An error by the shortstop, and it will be runner on first and a run in. The first baseman, number 33, Braden Smith. So another throwing error for the Gold Diggers, their second of the ball game. And what, four in two days? Now there comes Coach Mike Owens, so you would presume that the hook is about to come out. He's going to come out and have a conversation right here. So uh, we're in. They're going last play, also a hit and an error. Hit and error, gotcha. It'll be the third hit of the ball game here, this in, I should say, for the Crackers. Okay. We've had a triple, a double, and now a single in that mm-hmm. era. And it's 3-1 in favor of Atlanta. Yep. Again, Four another hit. run in scoring position. Four hits on the day for them. Okay, only well, the straight error then, I guess. Well, no, they had, the, they had three hits this one. And they had four. Right, right. I was about yeah. the first time. Okay, yep. yeah, about yep. the first time. All right, so he'll come out. Well, let's see. Uh, I'll tell you what, we got a pitching change second place. We'll take a time out. Be back with more as you're tuning to Gainesville Gold Diggers Baseball. On 97.5 Glory FM. 80, 85, 90, 95? No, that's not the temperature outside. That's inside your house if your AC dies. How well do you think you'll sleep that night? Hi, this is Brooke from Conditioned Air Systems, and if you want a good night's sleep all the time, call Conditioned Air Systems for a complete tune-up by one of our certified technicians. That way, when the temperature goes up, it will only be outside. Call 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit ConditionedAirSystems.com. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia cool. I know you have lots of outdoor plans for the summer, but make sure you take care of yourself with a trip to Riverside Pharmacy. They have everything you need from sunscreen to suntan lotion to the things you need to soothe those horrible sunburns. Plus, they have all of the -the over-the-counter and prescription needs for those pesky summertime allergies and colds. So before you hit the road for your vacation, make sure you stop by Riverside Pharmacy across from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. We're here in the top of the third inning with the Gold Diggers trailing by a score of three to one. If you're coming out to the ball game, you still have plenty of time, and we got a lot of great food for you as they have got shrimp, chicken, burgers, everything you might want on a Saturday night with a great price at the concession stand here at Ivy Watsonville. You get a chance to see some great baseball action. Mike, you're going to have to get the official score for the Sunbelt Conference, Daniel, to come over here and do my job the next inning because I'm going to have shrimp. And I'll bring you a bucket back. Let's just talk to Miss Owings downstairs. <laughs> we are delivering Miss Owings. We uh, want one of everything. We just want to taste everything. There you go. We'd be the official taste testers of the Gold Diggers. Do you up this end is Braden, or do you up right now is Braden Smith, the left-handed batter. Number 33 will come to the plate. The new pitcher is Corbin Little. Corbin Little will come to the plate. Corbin from Lakeland, Florida, University of South Florida. First pitch by the left-hander strike on the outside corner. Where's number 10? Does Corbin? Interestingly enough, on my Instagram feed this morning, something po- popped up from Corbin Little. I said, "I think I know that name." Boom! There he is. Swung on foul back over the top. Oh and two. So he's gotten ahead of the first hitter he's faced today. Little stands in. The pitch. Ground ball to the first baseman right by him. And under the glove of the second baseman, so a base hit. Well, one over the second. So that's one of those seeing eye ones that they got by the first baseman and the second baseman for a base hit. So that is the one, two, three, fourth base hit this inning and fifth 
overall for the Crackers. Second baseman, number three. Number three, Jackson, Jackson Alford, Alford. Second baseman on the fielder's choice and came around with an error a while ago from Marietta, Georgia. Stands up, right-handed hitter. Coleman, I'm sure, wants to get ahead of this one, too. First pitch, good one. Outside corner, strike one. Coleman looks like a pitcher out there, 5'10", 200 pounds. Left-handed thrower, right-handed batter. That one's high, one and one. Two runs in, two runs on, or two runners on, one out here. Top of the third inning. One ball, one strike to Alford. The cracker second baseman. The pitch. Outside, three and one, two and one. Excuse me, two and one. Sun still shining brightly. No clouds in the area. Sun, the wind still blowing. Not as hard as it was, but out to center. Swung on a miss. A big, big strike right there on Alford. Swung right over the top of it. Good pitch by Corbin Little. The left-hander looks in and gets his sign from Jeremiah Boyd. The 2-2 pitch. High and inside for him. Two. Full count now. First base is open. Runners on second and third. Crackers have scored already two runs. Correction. Runners on first and second. Okay, my bad. Mm -hmm. You can see what the second before. Okay. Blind thing. The 3 2 pitch. Outside now, the bases are loaded on Crackers after the walk. So now you've got Jackson, Tyler Jackson at third, Braden Smith at second. Jackson offer with a walk at first. Cole Brennan, Brennan, 28th, the left-handed hitter, left fielder today. Base hit his first time up. Stands in, looking to go two for two on the day. Nowhere to put him with one out. The pitch. Strike on the outside corner, nice pitch. By a little. Brennan steps out for a moment. Now steps back in. Little looks in. Gets his sign. The one Tapper foul down the first base side. First base coach for the Crackers will retrieve that one. Again, it's 3-1. Crackers here in the third inning. No balls, two strikes, one out. Top of the third. Third was a big inning for him last night. You want to prevent that tonight. Swung and a missed. Strike three for out number two. Big strikeout for Little Nelly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this inning with just a two-run scoring. <laughs> Sakula comes up now. The third baseman, number 18, Connor Sakulo. He is uh, struck out his looking his first time up. Where's number 18, Sevierville, Tennessee native. Plays third base for the Crackers. First pitch by Little. Ground ball to the shortstop. He scoops it up, flips over to second for the third out of the inning. And that'll do it for the Crackers here. 
in the third inning. But Atlanta scores two runs on four hits. There was one error and three men left on base at the end of two and a half. It is now Atlanta three, gains the one as you're tuned to Sunbelt League Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. Talking with Charlie Keen with Keen Green, and Charlie, we've really got wallop with that cold weather. We really did. There's a lot of tree and shrub damage out there. Most of that is temporary, and it'll come back, but there's going to be some dead plants this year. Give us a call. Let us come out. We'll do an evaluation. We'll check your shrubbery. We'll see what's damaged and what's not, and then we can make a decision on whether to prune or replace. Get it done and get it done right with King Green. Find him at kinggreen.com or 770-536-7611. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of year. The excitement of Summer League Baseball returns this June to Ivy Watson Field. Come support the defending Sunbelt League champions, the Gainesville Gold Diggers, managed by former big leaguer Micah Owings, as they defend the title and seek back-to-back championships. For more information, visit gvillegolddiggers.com. That's gvillegolddiggers.com. Your radio station for North Georgia Sports and Gainesville Gold Diggers Summer League Baseball, 97.5 Glory FM. Game number two of the 2023 season. The Gold Diggers will be on the road next week with a four-game series. They'll play two at Alpharetta, two at Waleska coming up next weekend. Joe and I are back with you coming up on Monday, June 12th, for our next broadcast of Gold Diggers Baseball here from Ivy Watson Baseball Field. Dawson Coe, the new pitcher for the Crackers. Where's number 31, the left-handed pitcher, 6'2", 200-pound freshman. Covington, Georgia. Comes in here in the bottom of the third. See what he can do, the left-hander. This inning. Bottom of the third inning. For the Gold Diggers. And you have two, three, and four. Brady McDevitt, Theo Bryant, Jeremiah Boyd. Leading it off for two, three, and four hitters for the Gainesville Gold Diggers this inning. Brady McDevitt will come up. Second time at bat, he's singled and scored a run last time up. For the Gold Diggers, they scored one run in the first and four. They're asking up here in the press box for the Crackers. They scored one in the second, two in the third. Mm-hmm. They go 0-1-2, the Crackers for them. First pitch to McDevitt is a ball outside. Brady McDevitt, number one, the right fielder from Marietta, Georgia. The hitter. Swung on, fouled. Ooh, and hit the catcher right in the bad spot. He will need a couple of minutes. Head coach will come out and check on him. And they'll walk around. The umpire will go out and have a chat with the pitcher. And the catcher, Boston Forbes, will have to walk that one off, Mike. That's a dangerous play, too, right yep. there. Well, you foul it off, and it's right down there in the inside groin area. And, and it doesn't matter what you got covered. It's going to hurt. Sting, for sure. Pitcher's going to throw a little bit, a little soft toss with the first baseman. See if Forbes can come back up. Big thing's going to be, can he squat back down? and Rick, can you continue? Not get sick of your stomach. I've, uh, from an old Little League umpire years ago, I got one time, and you just have to be careful. 
And everybody's talking, home plate umpire saying, you let me know when you're ready, buddy. I'm not going to rush you. And most of us have either been behind the plate catching or umpiring, been there, done that, and don't mind giving a little extra minute. McDevitt with a 1-1 count on him, the pitch. That one's high. 2-1 and one now. McDevitt stands in looking to get his second hit of the afternoon. Outside, three and one. And steps back in. And the pitch by Cope. Outside corner. And David thought it was going to be a ball and kind of took a hop and a skip down that direction. Had to come back. Three balls, two strikes now. And the pitch. Foul tipped. Strike three. First strikeout by Cole. Several so far for the Crackers. The they have three on the day. That's their fourth overall. First one by Cole. Brings up Theo Bryant. One of those strikeout victims back in the first inning. Theo looking to get untracked and get going on the season. Center fielder, Connolly, Georgia. Ground ball down towards the third baseman. Sacula picks it up, throws over to first to Smith for the out. 5-3 on the put out if you're scoring at home. I'll bring up catcher, the catcher, cleanup hitter, Jeremiah Boyd. Jeremiah Boyd. Number 23 comes up. Jeremiah checking on his protege, Forbes there, asking him if he's Okay. Forbes will stand, excuse me, Boyd will stand in now with two out. Looking to get on and get things going for the diggers here in the bottom of the third inning, the pitch. Strike one called at the nice. 0-1. You know, catchers are like pitchers. They're in the fraternity, Joe. Mm-hmm, exactly right. Thinking that about there a second ago. The 0-1 pitch. Low, 1-1. Yeah, the commissioner of the league, Todd Pratt, a former major league catcher. Mm-hmm. Two former major league pitchers on the first base dug out with Mike Owens and Chris Carter. The pitch. There's hit hard out into the left field. A base hit for Jeremiah Boyd. Solid rip over the third baseman's head out into left field. Man on. Two out. Riley Stanford looking to do something, maybe try to Go deep and tie it up right here. Don't get overly anxious. But Riley, Gainesville native. Number 18, plays his college ball at Georgia Tech. Extra hitter for Coach Owens today. The pitch. Uh, pop up, right side. First baseman's got it. Four, the third out of the inning. That'll do it for the diggers here in the third inning. But for Gainesville, no runs, one hit, no errors, one left. At the end of three, it is Atlanta three. Gains the one as you're tuned to Sun Belt League Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. 80, 85, 90, 95. No, that's not the temperature outside. That's inside your house if your AC dies. How well do you think you'll sleep that night? 
Hi, this is Brooke from Conditioned Air Systems, and if you want a good night's sleep all the time, call Conditioned Air Systems for a complete tune-up by one of our certified technicians. That way, when the temperature goes up, it will only be outside. Call 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit ConditionedAirSystems.com. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia cool. I know you have lots of outdoor plans for the summer, but make sure you take care of yourself with a trip to Riverside Pharmacy. They have everything you need from sunscreen to suntan lotion to the things you need to soothe those horrible sunburns. Plus, they have all of the over-the-counter and prescription needs for those pesky summertime allergies and colds. So before you hit the road for your vacation, make sure you stop by Riverside Pharmacy across from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. At 97.5 Glory FM, we bring you more local sports coverage than any of the radio stations in North Georgia. If you'd like to team up with us and be one of the sponsors of Gold Diggers Baseball, send an email to me to mail at wgtjradio.com. That is mail at wgtjradio.com. And become one of the members of this great sponsor team we have here at 97.5 Glory FM for the Gainesville Gold Diggers. Go to the top of the fourth, we'll have up the eight, nine, and ten hitters for Atlanta. Carlos Martins, Jeff Pimentel, Boston Forbes will lead it off. You've got uh, the battery of Corbin Little and Jeremiah Boyd still in for the Crackers. Hopefully they can go one, two, three. One up, two, two up, three up, and all three down in a row this inning. So then come back and hit a while. In the top of the four for the Crackers, the shortstop, number two, Carlos. Carlos Martinez, the shortstop, Mackworth, Georgia. Where's number two? Long, lanky kid. Stands in. Little, Lakeland, Florida native. Delivers the first pitch. One high fly ball, deep left field. Ballpark won't on it. Home run. He ripped the first pitch, Mike, and it went over the batting cages outside the left field fence. That's a long way, too. 4-1 now your score with the Crackers leading the Gold Diggers. He got it all, that's for sure. I'm sure Corbin was just wanting to get a strike, get ahead of him, and he must have first pitch swinging right there and ripped it. Jeff Pimentel now will come up. He was hit by a pitch and then was out. Catcher the to first hitter, number 20, pickoff play. Pimentel. I'll throw back behind him, picked him off last inning, or back in the second inning, excuse me. He is 0 for 0 today. Pimentel from Duluth, Georgia, will stand in. Time call. And coaches, I don't know if Coach Owens has got a change in our lineup or what, but he moved somebody or what's happening now? Maybe just checking to make sure the lineup was correct, and it is. <coughs> Pimentel is up, and they're ready to go. Corbin Littles looking and gets his sign from Jeremiah Boyd. The first pitch to Pimentel. Swung on the mist. Fastball outside corner. You could tell that was coming after the first pitch home run. You said, let's try to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. The 0-1 pitch by Little. Here it is. Little flare, first baseman off of the first baseman Baker's glove, and they can't make the play as Rose tried to field it and throw over 
to Little, but it's not going to be in time. It's going to be yep. a base hit. I'm thinking we'll score by the yep. scorekeeper. Yep, base hit will be the score. So a home run and now a base hit by Pimentel. The catcher number 32. Brings up Boston, Boston Forbes. Forbes. Forbes the catcher. Lined out to the third baseman his last time up, first time up, back in the third inning. Forbes 32 stands in there, ready for the pitch from Little. Ground ball down to the third baseman, Brady Moore. Brady tries to go to second. Got him. That was quick. Good play by Brady. Had to come in and throw across his body, Mike, and threw a strike right out there to Matt Rose, who was awaiting. Got him. Bang, bang, play at second, but got the lead runner and got the out. Second, second time in this ballgame, they second place with a 5-4 put out. Fielder's choice by Forbes. Now Scott Campbell, who got things going a while ago with that leadoff triple off the top of the wall, will stand in. Little got to pitch him carefully. The pitch bounces away, and the runner will be at second. That one bounced away from Forbes. Wild pitch. Yep, and they'll send him down to second base. Bounced away from Boyd. Mm -hmm. Bounced away from Boyd. Runner at second. One out, one run in. Scott Campbell, your batter. Chattanooga State Community College, just up the road a little bit from us. There's a line drive, base hit, will go in the gap. Going to be at least two. It'll drive in Forbes. Campbell going to go into second standing with an RBI double. That makes it 5-1 in favor of the Crackers with another extra base hit this inning. That kid can hit it. He's uh, He's been, uh, what's that, uh, four, four or five hits in two games. He's had a home run last night, so he's the right fielder, uh, in it everywhere. Six, Jack, Jack Fleming, Fleming, number six, the right fielder, comes up, doubled and scored last inning. It's now five to one crack, uh, crackers. The pitcher, little, and catcher Boyd had a little bit of discussion. Now they're back in their positions. First baseman Baker in on the edge of the grass. First pitch by a little to Fleming. High fly ball left field. Jake Beaver's going to watch this one go over the top of the hit the hit the light pole and bounce back in, but a home run, two run home run by Jack Fleming. So the ball is carrying another home run for the Crackers, their fourth of the series. He, uh, he nailed that one and hit about a uh, third of the way up the light pole out there, right behind the GHS 2002 state champion sign. Got that one again. That'll bring up Tyler number Jackson. 23 extra hitter, Tyler Tyler Jackson. Jackson, number 23, an extra hitter from Atlanta, singled and advanced on, on an error his last time up. That makes it 7-1 in favor of the Crackers. That one's a high pop-up. will drift foul out of play over the right side. 7-1. And Liner Crackers lead it. They scored one in the second, two in the third, now four here in the fourth. 
the pitch. In that inside out swing and hit it foul down the right side over the fence. Two home runs this inning, four in the series, as Mike said. Four hits this inning. Nine hits on the afternoon. Little, the pitch. Ball bounced away from Boyd. Out in front, though, down the third baseline. He's just trying to get out of this inning now. Yep. One out. Nobody warming up down there. I know Jake Bieber went down early, but I don't think they had him on the no-pitch list today, so I'm not sure if Jake would come in or not. One ball, two-strike pitch from Little. Here it is. Curveball inside out swing will be foul. First base coach for the Crackers scoops it up. Throws back to the pitcher Little. We'll see definitely how deep the Gold Diggers pitching staff is. Mm-hmm. I had three last night. and Probably going to have a third one again tonight. One ball, two strikes, one out. The pitch. High fly ball, deep left field, and guess what? That one's going over the trees. Home run, three in this inning. Tyler Jackson, back-to-back home runs. That makes it 8-1 in favor of the Crackers. And let's see how long Coach Owings goes now with Little. He is not fooling the Crackers at all. Nope. Thought the left turn might come in there and do something a little different. I'm look back at my stats real quick. Tyler Jackson had a home run last night, so it's his second of the series. Braden Smith now the first baseman. One for one on the day. Walked back in the second. Singled back in the third. Left-hander number 33 stands in. The pitch. Low. 1-0. Five runs on five hits so far this inning for the Crackers. Got a little action down there. Looks like Maddox Thornton from Bentonville. I don't know if that's Arkansas or not, but he's headed down that way to warm up a little bit now. First and second pitch is a ball low, 2-0. and The 2-0 pitch now by Corbin Little. Here it is. Ball three. And the Gold Diggers jumped out to one Nathan lead in this game with a run in the bottom of the first, but then it's been all Atlanta since that time. Yes, it has. Little looks in. Needs a strike right here. Three balls, no strike. Count. Ground ball out to the second baseman. Rose scoops it up. Throws it over to Baker for out number two. Two outs now. Brings up Jackson Alford, the second baseman. The second baseman. Jackson 0-3-1 on the day. Got on via Fielder's Choice and scored back in the second. Walked and was put out 6-4 back in the third inning. The left-hander Little delivers. There's a little fly ball over the first base dugout. No balls, one strike. Two men out. Get out of the inning, as Mike said a minute ago. That's the main 
objective for Corbin Little right here. The pitch. Outside corner, strike two. He's facing his eighth batter this inning and throwing a lot of pitches. Mm -hmm. Together they faced eight last inning. This is his eighth alone this inning. The pitch. Foul back to the screen. Still 0-2. For the top half of the fourth inning, with the Crackers leading the Gold Diggers 8-1 in Sunbelt League play. 8-9-0 for the Crackers, 1-4-2 for the Gold Diggers. Little looks in, gets his sign from Boyd. The 0-2 pitch. Big curveball didn't break like he wanted it to. Stayed up behind outside. Little. Button this one down here this inning. Well, this out. See what he does right here. The 1-2 pitch. Strike three called inside corner. Got out of the inning. But a big inning for Atlanta. The Crackers score five runs on five hits. We'll go to the bottom of the fourth inning with scored out being the Crackers eight. The goal is one of your tune to Summit League Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. Charlie King is with us from King Green. And, Charlie, if we don't want to be an involuntary blood donor, what do we need to do this year? Well, call King Green, of course. Our mosquito program is ongoing. We take care of the mosquitoes in your outdoor living areas and keep those safe, hospitable, and keep most of the mosquitoes out. It really works. It's a great program. Give us a buzz. Make your time outdoors more comfortable with help from King Green. Check them out today, kinggreen.com, or just give them a call, 770-536-7611. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of year. The excitement of Summer League Baseball returns this June to Ivy Watson Field. Come support the defending Sunbelt League champions, the Gainesville Gold Diggers, managed by former big leaguer Micah Owings as they defend the title and seek back-to-back championships. For more information, visit gvillegolddiggers.com. That's gvillegolddiggers.com. It is Summit League Baseball for you here on 97.5 Glory FM. Gold Diggers batting here in the bottom of the fourth inning, trailing by seven. It's 8-1 in favor of the Atlanta Crackers. You will have Derek Baker, Matt Rose, and Brady Moore up. Do you up for... The Gold Diggers this inning. Let's see if we got the same catcher or not, and we'll see what they got. See what they're playing here. Not according to the official score, Joe. All right, let's see who we got. I'm gonna move the microphone. Who is the catcher? Okay. So he's still saying 23. Forbes. Well, that'd be Tyler Jackson, who was an EH, okay. so they okay. moved him into catch. Okay. Tyler Jackson now catching for Forbes. All right. Okay. Tyler Jackson. Well, you'd think he'd go the distance after being hit last inning. And leading off will be your first baseman, number eight, Derek Baker. Tyler Jackson's the change that I've got. If they've got others, I did not hear them. That's all we got from our official score, Joe. Okay. So leading off will be Derek Baker, 
Derek won a parent plate appearance this evening. There's a strikeout back in the second inning. Okay, number, okay, one's, number at one's at second. Number one at second base is going to be Gabe Worth. Gabe Worth, number one at second base. Your new second baseman is number one, Gabriel Worth. W U E R T H. Gabe is from, is a freshman at GCSU from Woodstock, Georgia. Georgia College and State University. Derek Baker. Comes up to the plate for a second plate appearance. The left-handed pitcher delivers to the left-handed batter. First pitch is high. So Dawson Cole delivers to Tyler Jackson now. You get the Diggers have had their chances. Joey had runners in scoring position. Just can't get anybody in. Strike on the outside corner, one and one. Not since the first inning when they scored the one run of the ball game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, had a couple of chances there and just can't get anybody across. Big curveball stayed up high, though. Two and one. Two balls, one strike. Batter steps out for a moment as his ankle guard on his right ankle comes undone with that. Velcro. Umpire steps out with him. Now the pitch. Swung on a missed by Baker. Two and two. And you said that a lot so far in this ball game. Swung on a missed. Yep. Well, he had 22 strikeouts between the two teams last night. There's a little flare. Will he get out there? Base hit. Out into short center field. So Derek Baker with a little flare on with his first hit of the day. Bring up Matt Rose, looking for his second hit of the day. Same as last time. And then had a stolen base going to third. That was back in the second inning when they had runners on second and third with two outs. Then loaded the bases and then got a fly ball to center field to end the inning. Rose, Clearwater, Florida native, stands in. The fly ball, deep center field. He goes back. The center fielder does. It's going to be out of here. Home run. The first year, first time that we called out a dig, digger, dinger. And it's a gold digger, dinger by Matt Rose. So that makes the score 8-3 in favor of the Crackers. And, boy, we needed that one. Needed that one bad. And bottom half of the lineup, number six man comes up, or number seven man comes up and does the trick. The second baseman gets the home run. They Tap the helmets there, and Brady Moore will come to the plate now. Third baseman, number seven, Brady Third baseman Moore. Up in Talking Rock, Georgia. Brady singled and got stranded at second his last time up two minutes ago. Ball outside. Brady stands in. The ball is carrying, as Michael said earlier. He usually does down here on the peninsula. Ball outside, 2-0. Two balls, no strikes. Two runs in for the Diggers this inning. Having to claw back into this thing. The pitch. Curve ball broke right there at the waist. 2-1. 
The 2-1 pitch now. Here it is. A little flare back over the right-hand side here behind us. Coe looking fairly sharper than that one pitch that he let Rose belt over the left center field fence, which we're glad he did. The 2-2 pitch bounces away. Joseph Mays, this ballpark was built back in 1987. And you could not hit the ball in this ballpark. Mm-hmm. It was one of the larger high school fields back in the day. Then they installed that scoreboard left field. Then the ball just started popping out of this park. <laughs> so the, the wind difference, isn't it? It's, it's funny how the wind shifts a little bit. Well, they've, they've cut a few more trees that's died out through the years. And so that one bounces away, hits off the catcher's shin guards. And so Brady Moore will trot down to first with a walk. Uh, all of a sudden, when the 21st century came in, a young man named Micah Owings moved in from Versailles County mm-hmm. in here to Gainesville, and Extra he had the 16, Georgia High School Associated record at one time for the most home runs hit in a career. Yep. yep. He, uh, it was kind of like an Owings dinger all the time. Boom, boom, boom. I called him. I called back that he had Mark McGuire, and I, and I called him Big Mac, remember? Yeah, Big I, Mac. I call, I, every time I play, I called him Big Mike at the plate, and it was Big like Mike. he yep. expected him to hit a home run. Kel Strickland, an extra hitter. Number 16 stands in. Strickland. Struck out his first time up from Watkinsville, Georgia. That was 21 years ago that Micah came to Gainesville. Wow. Time flies. His numbers were tired out there on the fence along mm-hmm. with his coach, Chris Carpenter. Yep. That pitch is low. 2-0 and now. And their coach at the time, the legendary Wayne Vickery. Mr. Wayne. Long-time baseball coach, athletic director at Gainesville High. The pitch, low and away. Ball called. So the runner, Brady Moore, will go down to second. And it will still be 2-0. and oh. So he needs to find it'll out what he be, did. Yep, 2-0. and oh. And umpire swap positions. And it's two balls and no strikes. Officially. That ball does not count as a ball. Here's the pitch. Now it's 3-0. and Strickland t- for a rally here, Joe. Mm-hmm. Strickland looks down and takes a look at his skipper, Mike Owens. The 3-0 pitch. Ball four. Walks him on four straight. Runners on first and second after back-to-back walks. will bring up. Let's see if Jake Beaver, I believe it is. Now, pitching coach for the Crackers will come out and talk to his man, and Jake Beaver will come to the plate, number 11. He struck out, but he was able to get down to first on a wild pitch the last time. There's no outs here in this inning. They've scored two to cut it to five, an eight to three game. You know they'd like to Jake to get a hit and just keep the rally going here, wouldn't he? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It is 8-3 in favor of the Crackers here in the bottom of the fourth inning from Ivy Watson Baseball Field. Your next broadcast will be a week from Monday on June the 12th. Mike's going to give me a whole week to catch my breath. Left fielder number 11, me, uh, Jake Bieber. Get uh, set for the long haul here because we've got 12 more. And we'll have four in one week. So Mike's going to make me talk a lot that week. I may have to make you call a game, Mike. I don't know. We'll see what happens that week. 
Beaver stands in, the left-handed hitter, with two men on. Ball's outside. So now Coe has lost the strike zone a little bit, hasn't he? He sure has. Left-hander looks in to Jackson, his new catcher. The pitch. Outside, 2-0. We'll see how long Coach Bicycle goes with him. Sekulo, the third baseman in, comes charging. He comes even with the bag. First baseman behind the runner at first. Middle is regular depth, the pitch. There's a ground ball foul into the dugout of on the first base side and then bounces back out. <laughs> Braden Smith tossed it to Tossed it to Kale, Kale Strickland there at first. So Kale could toss it back to the dugout. Okay. The 1-1 pitch now to Beaver. Jake fouls it off back to the screen. Jake one was, and two. He was not a bad hitter when he played high school ball no. at Fly Branch. Probably didn't get to swing the bat too much this spring, did he? No, did not. No. Yeah, he was pretty, pretty clutch when he... Played for Coach Ray down at Wire uh, Branch. 2-2 pitch. Coming from Coe. Here it is. High chopper. Foul ball. Just foul. The third first baseman got over there and got it. Beaver would like to get that one back and jump it over the first baseman's head to get a single. Two runners on, two men in so far here in the bottom of the fourth inning. We always talk about a chess match in different sports that we have, and it is in this one because you got two runs in, no out, two runners on. So, you know, unless it's hit in the gap, you're going to hold your runner at third, I would think. Bieber swung and a missed, struck him out. So the two, three, four, fifth strike out of the day, second by Coe. The shortstop, number five. One out. Cameron Gidry. Cameron Gidry will stand in. Cam is 0 for 1 on the day. Hit by a pitch and scored back in the first. The pitch back outside corner. Strike one. Gidry looks at it, swings the bat. Now stands in. 0-1 pitch. From Coe as he checks the runner. Here it is. Outside and high, one and one. One ball, one strike. One man out. Two runs in. A couple of runners on for the Gold Diggers. The pitch low. Two and one is the count. It's cold. Kind of moves around out there. Feels like his shirt might be a little tight or whatever. Comes set now. Here's the pitch. Outside, bounced up there. Good stop by Jackson. Three balls, one strike now. You get defensive changes in. You got a new catcher and a new second baseman for the Crackers. Mm-hmm. Gabe Worth. Second base, Tyler Jackson coming in for Boston Forbes. 
the 3-1 pitch. Strike two outside corner, three and two. Kidry looking to get a hit right here. If he did, I think it would be his first hit of the season. It would. Here's the pitch. Outside he walks. So now bases are full of gold diggers. That'll bring up Brady McDevitt. Brady is one for two on the day. The right fielder, number one, number one. Brady McDevitt. Plays right field for the gold diggers. Just saying, Joe, long ball makes it a one-run game. That's right. See what Brady can do right here. Chipola Community College player from Marietta, Georgia. The first pitch to him. Inside, 1-0. and Nowhere to put him, so Coe's got to be a little careful what he does as man's been warming up for the Crackers coming back to the dugout now. Well, get your pitch here. Yep, for sure. The 1-0. Low 2-0. Exactly. you got to get your pitch with only one out right here. I don't think Coach Owings down third will have to stop sign on. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Hold up. Now, with Coe struggling like he has, I believe you are correct, sir. 2-0 pitch. Now to McDevitt. Inside corner, strike one. This is the seventh man that he's faced here in the fourth inning. Mm-hmm. Two balls, one strike now to Brady McDevitt. The gold digger right fielder. The pitch. Inside corner, strike two. Two and two. That's one of those is the umpire. If you're lined up over that inside shoulder, you're going to see that pitch clearly all day long. The 2-2 pitch. Here it is. Strike three calls. Same place three times in a row. Again, the Gold Diggers failing to score a run with the bases loaded here, and then got one more chance. Theo Bryant. Number 15, Theo Bryant. Number three man in the lineup, center fielder for the Gold Diggers, stands in. That's six strikeouts, though, right? Three for Cove. That's correct. Two this inning. The pitch outside to Theo. Yeah, both outs have been strikeouts Mm -hmm. here for Cove. One looking and one swinging. But the bases are loaded of diggers, trailing eight to three here in the bottom of the fourth inning with Theo Bryant up. Bases loaded back in the second. They got out of the jam. Bases loaded this inning. The ball's outside, two and zero. Oh. See if they can get out of the jam again, or if Gainesville can capitalize and get a run or two here. Theo needs to get a base hit, get him going, get him undone, unwound. The 2-0 pitch to Bryant. High pop-up. Catcher's acting like he's got room over here near the on-deck circle. And it bounces. Foul. In between the catcher and the first baseman. Now take advantage of that mistake. Yep, for sure. I don't know if he heard footsteps or heard a man calling him off what happened, but it bounced right kind of in between them. Two balls and one strike now on the Gainesville. Center fielder. Bryant stands in. Theo 
looking to get his first hit of the young season. Outside, three and one. The no. sun has finally got down behind a tree. Now you're not swinging here unless it is right where you want it. Yep, it's got to be a perfect pitch, and you got to be right on it. The 3-1 delivery from Cole. Here it is. Ball four. Walked one in. So the runner comes in from third base. RBI for Theo Bryant. His first of the season. And that will make it 8-4. to four. Brady Moore comes in to score. And now the pitching coach is going to come out again. That might be all four. That's going to be him. It. Came out a few minutes ago. So Cole. And let's see who might come in. He's going to go out. Well, what he does, we'll take a timeout with Coach Kevin Mysickle making a pitching change to score. The Atlanta Crackers 8, and the Gainesville Gold Diggers 4. You're tuned to Sunbelt League Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. 80, 85, 90, 95? No, that's not the temperature outside. That's inside your house if your A.C. dies. How well do you think you'll sleep that night? Hi, this is Brooke from Conditioned Air Systems, and if you want a good night's sleep all the time, call Conditioned Air Systems for a complete tune-up by one of our certified technicians. That way, when the temperature goes up, it will only be outside. Call 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit ConditionedAirSystems.com. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia cool. I know you have lots of outdoor plans for the summer, but make sure you take care of yourself with a trip to Riverside Pharmacy. They have everything you need from sunscreen to suntan lotion to the things you need to soothe those horrible sunburns. Plus, they have all of the -the over-the-counter and prescription needs for those pesky summertime allergies and colds. So before you hit the road for your vacation, make sure you stop by Riverside Pharmacy across from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. As we get back into action with a new pitcher coming in for the Crackers, the tying run comes to the play, Joe. Yep, we got a new pitcher, Kent Ben Koch from North Cross, Georgia, and played at the University of North Georgia this past spring. He will be coming in the right-hander. From Norcross is 6'1", 180, sophomore. As he takes his warm-up tosses, bases loaded of gold diggers. Theo O'Brien at first, Kim Gidry at second and third, Cal Strickland. And on deck as they all gather down there, Jeremiah Boyd, Jeremiah Boyd should be coming to the plate. Coach McCauley, Coach Cauley says he is. And Jeremiah had a hit last time up, so we're looking to extend the hitting streak. Looking for a deep one. Today. Yep, that'd be nice. Jeremiah had a little pop in that bat. Middle Tennessee State University, Harrisburg, North Carolina native. And everybody scampers back to their bases. Jeremiah, Jeremiah in a big position right here is 8-4. And the potential tying run at the plate, as Mike said. I'd like to see Jeremiah. I spoke to him briefly in the dugout yesterday. Good young man. Talking with him. I said he's Jeremiah, according to my information, he's 5'10", 230, so short and stocky. Good size for a catcher. What's his first pitch? The pitch by Cott. There it is. High got away from there. The man's going to try and come home. He got a hurry. Slides in safely at home. And that's going to be Kel Strickland comes in after the wild pitch. Mm-hmm. So that makes it eight to five. 
That sounds a lot better. Wild pitch, pass ball. Pass ball. What they're going to call that one. No RBI, but now his runners at second and third with two outs. Jeremiah could still tie the game with a long one. Cut it to one with a long field single. That is a ball high. Runs will be going on contact. Two and oh. You've got Gidry at third and Bryant at second. The pitch by Koch. Here it is. Might be trying to over pitch right here. He threw that one low. Good job by the catcher. I'll tell you, Jackson. the big thing out this inning was that missed that pop up there, which would, mm. would retire Theo. That will, that's a big one right there because that would have been the third out of the inning. That was a big out, Mike. You're right. What happened? Going up towards the stands. I don't know if. Uh, oh, somebody's got their lights on up there. and Yep. And they're, they're bothering the fielders down here with the lights on. Gotcha. All I saw was the home plate umpire go up there and did the you're out of here motion. And I was like, uh-oh, what happened? <laughs> cut, cut, you make, I can't see a thing. You know? <laughs> exactly. Just some lights on. We're in good shape. Koch comes set. The pitch to Jeremiah. Strike on the outside corner. So our job is to go to every vehicle parked in the parking lot here, make sure they've got a preset to 97.5 FM. <laughs> there you go. There you go. We need to need to hire somebody to run around the cars and do that, don't we? That is mandatory. Mandatory. Put that little sign down at the entrance when we come in. One ball, one strike. The pitch. Uh, way outside. And walks in. And loads the bases yep. once again. So now Jeremiah's on with a walk, loads him up, and brings up the 10th man of the inning. Riley Stanford. They have a bad round here in the fourth inning. Riley will come up. Hit that little didn't mean to swing, and the first baseman caught it a few minutes back in the last time. He was up back in the third. He'd like to redeem himself right here with a long single, long double, long triple, or maybe even a dinger. First pitch to him is outside. A grand slam (laughs) gives the Diggers a lead. It's eight to five here in the bottom of the fourth thing. Two outs though for Gainesville. Koch struggling a little bit here in this inning. The one oh pitch to Riley Stanford. There it is. Outside corner one and one. Riley stands out for a second, then he comes back in. Let his hair grow a little bit since last year's sticking out of the back of the helmet a little bit longer than it was last year, Mike. The 1-1 pitch. Started to go, held up, ball two. Two and one. Cole walked one in earlier this inning. Yep, sure did. Let's see what happens right here. It is two balls, one strike by Koch. The pitch to Stanford. Fly ball foul over the right field. Dugout. So far in the fourth, the Diggers have had a two-run homer, a bases on it walk, and also a wild pitch would score to run. Mm-hmm. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Four runs have scored in this half inning. The pitch. Stanford, a chopper over the first baseman's, or over the pitcher's head. Second baseman scoops it up, touches second. 
for the third out of the inning. And they'll do it for the Gold Diggers here in the fourth inning, but they score four times, making it an 8-5 game in favor of the Atlanta Crackers. We're back with more here on 97.5 Glory FM. Charlie King back with us from King Green. And I don't know about you, Charlie, but I've got much better things to do than pull weeds out of my lawn. I heard that. If you don't have weeds, you don't have a lawn. (laughs) Our job is to keep those weeds at bay year-round. Our program works by preventing weeds and by killing those that are already up. Give us a holler. We'd love to come out and take a look at your lawn. Keep it looking good with King Green. Easy to do. Find out more online at kinggreen.com or just give them a call, like Charlie said, at 770-536-7611. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of year. The excitement of Summer League Baseball returns this June to Ivy Watson Field. Come support the defending Sunbelt League champions, the Gainesville Gold Diggers, managed by former big leaguer Micah Owings, as they defend the title and seek back-to-back championships. For more information, visit gvillegolddiggers.com. That's gvillegolddiggers.com. It is Sunbelt League baseball for you this afternoon. Joe and Mike with you. Nathan back at our studios reducing the game as we go to the top half of the fifth inning. And we've got a new pitcher in there, isn't it? I believe it is number 17, Maddox Thornton. Yep, 17, Maddox Thornton is in the game. Maddox from Bentonville. I don't know if that's Arkansas or Georgia. Plays his college ball at Grand Canyon University. Maddox Thornton, number 17. Down on the mound for the Gold Diggers is number 17, Maddox Thornton. Grand is a pretty good baseball team. Joey made it to the big tournament for the Western Athletic Conference. From the WAC, Maddox Thornton comes in at the top of the fifth inning to pitch. And getting that squared away. Let's see. It's a dirty uniform, so I'm going to say he's already been in the game coming up to bat here. Supposed to be Cole Brennan. That's who it is. Cole Brennan, Connor Saculo. And Carlos Martins queue up this Brennan. inning. Brennan, one for two on the afternoon. Cincinnati, Ohio native. He dove into a base somewhere because the front of his uniform is dirty. First pitch by Thornton. Here it is. Swung on a mist. And a fastball on the outside corner. 0 and 1. Top of the fifth, Brenton uh, Thornton, 6'2", 195, Junior. Swung on a missed. A pitch that drifted away from him, the left-handed hitter. Thornton looks in to Boyd, gets his sign. Actually, we've got a new catcher. I'll get that in the fourth of a second. Outside, that new catcher is going to be, look like Kel Strickland in the game now. I know it's not Jeremiah. It is. Kel Strickland is a new catcher. A whole new battery. Thornton and Strickland up there. The pitch. Outside. Two and two. Strickland's been an EH today. Now he'll be in catching, but he'll still probably stay in his batting slot. And he'll slide a EH in somewhere else, I guess. The pitch. Outside. Framed it, held it there for a second, thinking it might be. It was outside. I'll tell you, Coach, he is blessed with catchers. Yep. We got five on his roster right here from all over the country. The pitch, 
Swung and a miss, struck him out. So Cole Brennan goes down for the second time swinging. One out, brings up Connor Siculo, third baseman. The third baseman, number 18, Connor Siculo. Sevierville, Tennessee. And the catchers for Gainesville from Harrisburg, North Carolina, Watkinsville, Georgia, Winder, Georgia, and Fairfield, Ohio. Well, they're scattered around the country. Two here from Georgia. The pitch <clears throat> foul back to the screen by Siculo. Got on via Fielder's Choice last time. He's 0 for 2 on the day. One man out, top of the fifth inning. 8 to 5 is your score. The pitch. Outside, 1 1. It's throwing hard. Is Maddox Thornton. Give him credit for that. He's popping the glove of his catcher. Kale Strickland every time. The pitch. Swung and a missed. Had a big cut by Sakulo. One and two now. To the cracker third baseman. Everybody at regular depth. Third baseman Moore playing back a little deep. The one, two. Inside corner bounced away. Or inside bounced away from the catcher. Two and two now. It'd be nice to have a radar gun see what kind of velocity he has out there on the mm-hmm. mound. Have to get one of those apps on my phone and just set my phone right up here and do it, reckon. The two two pitch. Outside. Brings the count full. Three balls, two strikes. To Sakulo. The pitch. Fouled it off his foot as he hops away from it. <laughs> Saying, doggone it. Wish I hadn't have done that. He walks over towards the batter's box or batter's uh, on deck circle for Gainesville. It's one of those hop skips and the jumps as he took over there after fouling it off his, look like his left foot. Dust is flying over at the uh, softball baseball complex at uh, Lanier Point. Getting ready for tomorrow's games, probably. The pitch. Swung on a missed. Struck him out. Two up, two down. Both by strikeout by Maddox Thornton. Brings up Carlos Martins. Shortstop. The shortstop. Be careful. Carlos hit home run his last time up. Mike, he's one for one today. Been on base twice. Once with a walk, got stranded back in the second and hit a home run. A leadoff home run first pitch last time. Yep. First pitch is a ball outside. The 1-0 pitch by Thornton. Ouch. Thought it was close. 2-0. Very. Two balls, no strikes on Martins. The pitch. There's one out towards second base. Rose is over, grabs it, throws over to first base to Baker for the third out of the inning. And down go the crackers in order. One, two, three. No runs, no hits, no errors. No one left on base. We're halfway home here in game number two of the season. It's the Atlanta Crackers eight. And the games will go Diggers five on 97.5 Glory FM. 
80, 85, 90, 95? No, that's not the temperature outside. That's inside your house if your AC dies. How well do you think you'll sleep that night? Hi, this is Brooke from Conditioned Air Systems, and if you want a good night's sleep all the time, call Conditioned Air Systems for a complete tune-up by one of our certified technicians. That way, when the temperature goes up, it will only be outside. Call 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit ConditionedAirSystems.com. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia cool. I know you have lots of outdoor plans for the summer, but make sure you take care of yourself with a trip to Riverside Pharmacy. They have everything you need from sunscreen to suntan lotion to the things you need to soothe those horrible sunburns. Plus, they have all of the -the over-the-counter and prescription needs for those pesky summertime allergies and colds. So before you hit the road for your vacation, make sure you stop by Riverside Pharmacy across from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Here at W. Watson Baseball Field, you get great baseball and great food. They have got a menu second to none. You could go on those downtown square and games will not get as good a food you're going to have here tonight. They, they've got this uh, bucket of shrimp food truck here tonight between the jalapeno poppers, the shrimp, the french fries, and the regular hot dogs and hamburgers and that kind of stuff. Man, alive. All they're missing is some uh, Italian sausage, a low country bowl. They probably could have that if they wanted to. Who knows? Do up for the crackers. You've got... Derek Baker, Matt Rose, Brady Moore here in this inning. They got it started last inning. Derek got on with a base hit, followed by a home run by Matt Rose, and then a walk and a walk and a walk and a walk and a walk. So a bunch of walks last inning, five to be exact. With the big low at two-run homer. Mm-hmm. Ben Koch still pitching for the Crackers. Missed inside, 1-0. and That big blow was by Rose. Two-run homer knocked in Baker and himself. Eight-five, your score, bottom of five. The pitch bounces away. Two and oh. Koch rests his glove up on his left shoulder with a ball behind him. Now he comes set. The pitch fouled off to the screen. They were zipping along, Joe, halfway home and almost two hours into the game. Last night's game was only two hours and 15 minutes as we had a run rule shortened game. Tonight's going to be about a four-hour game. Inside corner call, strike two and two. And I say that hopefully being facetious, but if we keep scoring runs at the pace we're doing, Michael, we'll be here till midnight. That's all right. I just have to be at church at 8 in the morning. I'm a greeter. Hello, in my sleepy eyes, yawning. The pitch swung on a miss by Baker. One man up, one man down. Another strikeout. That is one, two, three, four, five, six, number seven. The second baseman, on the night. number six. First by Cox. Yep. First Rose. two pitchers had three each. Yep. Matt Rose comes to the plate. He is two for two on the evening. Gainesville pitchers have two, four, six strikeouts on the night. But the Gold Diggers had this problem back in 2022, striking out a lot. Mm-hmm. Pitch, that first one's way outside to Matt Rose. They had so many strikeouts, but they also had so many extra base hits leading the league with home runs, as we mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. The pitch, up and away, 2-0. Two, and oh. two balls, no strikes on Matt Rose, the second baseman for Gainesville. Koch's delivery. 
low, 3 and 0. Gold Diggers had a record setting 25 wins back last year. 21 regular season and 4 0 in the playoffs. The pitch outside, walked him. Wanted to pitch him gingerly, and they did. And Matt's down at first. Still two for two on the late. Been on base all three times. That'll bring up Brady Moore. Brady, one for one on the day, walked and scored his last time up. Number seven, Brady Moore. Brady will stand in looking to get on base again and get the rally started. Or keep the rally going, I should say, for the Gold Diggers. First pitch by Koch. There it is. Strike on the outside corner. 0 and 1. Go back to that last batter. I can tell our official score here. One of my favorite stats has to be on base percentage. I think any coach would just be looking at that all season long. Mm-hmm. How many times a guy get on base? Well, and that, these guys that, as you mentioned, the portal are undecided on colleges right now or whatever. That's a big thing for these prospects to be touting, I guess, is in my own base percentage is 750 or whatever. And there's a ball outside. Well, a lot of times you won't meet those specs a lot of people have, like with the Power 5 conference. You're not, mm-hmm. you're not 6'2 and 210, that kind of thing. Right, right, exactly. But if you, if you play ball, you can get on base. Hey, mm-hmm. you can play with anybody. That's right. One ball, one strike, the pitch. Low and away, 2-1. Well, I was blessed with five foot seven, five foot eight, no vertical jump. Couldn't swing a bat. I could catch the ball. That was why I played softball. Not with the girls, but with the guys. And I usually was a catcher. And that way I was out of the way of any excitement. Pitches outside, two and one. And it was slow pitch. It was slow pitch back in the day, exactly. Exactly right. I'll tell you a story about one game we were playing down in Florida one time when I was the catcher for our team. Two balls, one strike, delivery from Koch. Here it is. Outside, walked him. He'll be on base. Two walks in a row. Runners on first and second now. We'll bring up Kale Strickland, who walked and scored his last time. Scored on a pass ball. And I'll Kale say it again. Tying run is at the plate. And the pitching coach for Crackers will come out again. And he knew it, too. That's why he came out, mm-hmm. Joe. So he's very bound for it. All right, we were in Florida, and he's going to change pitchers right there. Koch will come out of the game. Go ahead and tell me. And we'll have a new pitcher. Yeah, my pitcher, the, the thing was I was catching, and our, and our right fielder looks at our pitcher, who happened to be the infamous David Hall, and he said, said so if the ball's hit to me, do I throw it to Joe? And David looks at me, he's got a glove on, don't he? <laughs> well, as, as it would be, we had a ball hit the right field, and what happened? He threw it to me. I caught it, tagged the man out, so boom, there we are. So All right. <laughs> I made the play. So Coach right. Kevin Mystickle making a pitching change here. Yep. Mystickle got a pitching change in number 20, 23, 26, Trenton Burnett from Loganville, Georgia. And he's a catcher. So you get that music on. We can take a timeout then. We're going to take a timeout back with more Gil Digger Baseball here on 97.5 Glory FM. Charlie King from King Green back with us. And we're talking about making sure your lawn has grass in it, but not weeds. How do we do that? Call King Green. Right now, most lawns have some weeds. We've had a lot of rain. The weeds are growing. King Green has the right system and the right products to get those weeds out of your lawn, get it healthy, get it green, 
get it moving for the year. Yeah, you can do post and pre-emergent, right? Absolutely. Yeah, check them out. King Green Online, kinggreen.com. On the phone, 770-536-7611. Call them today. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of year. The excitement of Summer League Baseball returns this June to Ivy Watson Field. Come support the defending Sunbelt League champions, the Gainesville Gold Diggers, managed by former big leaguer Micah Owings, as they defend the title and seek back-to-back championships. For more information, visit gvillegolddiggers.com. That's gvillegolddiggers.com. Back here at Ivy Watson Baseball Field. Hope you can hear us over the music here. Ray Charles singing. Hit the road, Jack, but the <laughs> Diggers still need three runs to tie this ball game. A new pitcher for the Crackers. Trenton Burnett. Burnett from Loganville, Georgia, Northwest Florida State product. And we'll be pitching now the right hander, number 26. Burnett, a 6'4, 195 freshman at Northwest Florida State. Kel Strickland will come to the plate now. He's our new catcher. Or was last inning. Back in the top of the fifth inning. He'll stand in with runners on first and second. There's a ground ball. Catcher, shortstop has the ground. Uh, catch, uh, backhand it. But if he gets up, throws it to second, the runners are all safe. So he had to go in the hole a little bit before he was playing. By the time he got there on his knees behind him, he got up, Left turned, and threw it. And Brady Moore had Bieber. beat it out at second base. And so now you have bases loaded with an infield single. Back-to-back yep. walks at an infield hit. Give the diggers the bases loaded. And Jake Beaver with a high pop-up. Going to be out of play behind us, though. Jake looking for his first hit of the season. 0 for 2 on the night is Jake. He's going to be smart here at the plate. Yep. Got one out. All the, the play in the infield is playing in, not necessarily on the grass. The middle infielders are regular up. Two corners are in at the edge of the grass. The pitch by Burnett. Call strike on the outside corner. 0 and 2 now to Jake Beaver. Jake, the left-handed hitter out of Flowery Branch High School. Pitcher tells the catcher, give me a new set of signs. Jackson obliges. Pitch from Burnett. Swung on a missed. Ball got away, but he can't run with the bases loaded. So it'll be out number two. Two outs and brings up Cameron Guidry. The shortstop. Cameron walked his last time up. Guidry. Was left stranded at third. Let's see if Cam can get on base again. Think about it, if he walks this time, he drives in a run. The right-handed hitter stands in. Cam from Snellville, Georgia. First pitch to him. Call strike on the inside corner. Gidry, six-footer, 180. And he is throwing strikes. That's four straight. Mm-hmm. Probably what Coach told him to do, just throw strikes. The 0-1 pitch by Burnett. Pop-up will drift foul out of play over the first base side. You love that, Joe, for a reliever to come in and say, throw strikes, baby. That's five in a row. Mm -hmm. 
as a reliever in a position like this, that's all you want to do is throw strikes, not let anybody get on base and show your coaches what you can do early in the season, especially the 0-2 pitch. Swung on a missed, struck him out to end the inning. Six straight strikes by the reliever, and the Gold Diggers leave the bases loaded mm-hmm. here in the fifth inning of play. We'll go to the top of six. It's still Atlanta 8, Gainesville 5. You're tuned to Sunbelt League Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. 80, 85, 90, 95? No, that's not the temperature outside. That's inside your house if your AC dies. How well do you think you'll sleep that night? Hi, this is Brooke from Conditioned Air Systems, and if you want a good night's sleep all the time, call Conditioned Air Systems for a complete tune-up by one of our certified technicians. That way, when the temperature goes up, it will only be outside. Call 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit ConditionedAirSystems.com. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia cool. I know you have lots of outdoor plans for the summer, but make sure you take care of yourself with a trip to Riverside Pharmacy. They have everything you need from sunscreen to suntan lotion to the things you need to soothe those horrible sunburns. Plus, they have all of the -the over-the-counter and prescription needs for those pesky summertime allergies and colds. So before you hit the road for your vacation, make sure you stop by Riverside Pharmacy across from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Just heard from Micah Owings that there's going to be a fireworks show here at Ivy Watson Baseball Field after the game on Monday, July 3rd. That'll be fun. We'll be here. And uh, they put on a show too. Yeah. And uh, so you and I will have to get here early and leave late that night. So uh, with a fireworks show going on, we may not get out of the parking lot till midnight or later. <laughs> We will have to enjoy the food truck night now, won't we? Uh, it was easy last year. Yep. And they put on a show. Yep. All right. Do up for the Crackers this inning. Jeff Pimentel. Do up. First swing and a miss this by Pimentel. Hitter number 20, Jeff Pimentel. He is 1-4-1 one one on the night. Put out 5-4 for the first out of the inning last, or inning before last. First pitch. Second pitch by Thornton, two in a row there. Oh, and two now to Pimentel. The pitch outside, trying to get him to swing it a way outside pitch, but he did not offer. Pimentel stands back in, down behind in the count, one and two. The pitch. Ground ball out towards the shortstop. He scoops it up. Gidry throws over. Bang, bang, play. Not him out. Off his back leg, Gidry throws it, but he threw a great throw over to Derek Baker. Derek Baker stretched out and got it for the first out of the inning. That's a highlight play right there. You can get a chance to see on the YouTube channel for the games with Gold Diggers. Let's see who we've got. Number 29, Will Beckham. Will Beckham, number 29 at the end for Boston Ford now. Swung on a missed. Beckham came in for the injury by Forbes. Yeah, we saw him last night. Yep. He called a little bit last night, if I remember. <clears throat> Pitch by Thornton. Here it is. Ground ball foul down into the 
Coach Carpenter tries to jump up and grab that one. I think it was went off his hand. Coach Owens laughs at him <laughs> as he tries to make the play down there to get out of the way. Yeah, he was a pitcher. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't have my glove on. What's up with that? Can't make that play without a glove. What's wrong with you guys? The 0-2 pitch now coming from Thornton. Here it is. Outside. One and two. Beckham awaits the one-two pitch. Thornton. Here it is. Swung and a missed. Struck him out. And since Thornton's come in, Mike, he struck out three of the five batters he's faced. Now he faces the toughest hitter on the lineup, in my opinion, the Scott Campbell. Fielder, number four, Scott Campbell. Campbell. Two for three tonight. Struck out his first time up and triple and double since then. Well, you, got the gold, you got the crackers out, Joe, back in the last inning in order, remember? Yep. First pitch is outside, 1-0. and oh. He did. He got him a strikeout, strikeout, and a 4-3 ground out last inning. The pitch. There's a high chopper. Gidry's got it. Oh, and Gidry plays it but slips out in the grass. Been close out there, but an infield single is what Campbell will get on that one. Gidry got over there and placed it. It would have took a rocket to throw it to first. As he hit that grass and his feet right slid out from under That is a stretch Jack of Thornton, though, who retired the last five batters that he faced. Jack Fleming, two for three on the day, doubling home run. Be careful with this guy, too. Thornton looks in, gets the sign, the pitch. Ball outside, 1-0. Two outs in the inning. Crackers leading 8-5 to five here in the top of the sixth inning. The 1-0 pitch from Thornton. There it is. Ground ball right between the three and four hole. Beautiful placement. So sharp hit out there to McDevitt. He throws it back in to Rose. A single and a single. And his runners at first and second. That'll bring up Tyler Jackson. I think, yep, Tyler Jackson comes to the plate now. Number Tyler's catcher now. Tyler Jackson. And he is two for three on the night, single and a home run. He was the second of the back-to-back in the fourth inning. That's his second of the series for Tyler. Stands in. The right-hander awaits the pitch from Thornton. Strike called. Beautiful one right there to Nice. 0-1. Thornton looks in, gets his sign from Strickland. The 0-1 pitch. Here it is. Foul back to the screen. 0-2. Raiden Smith, the on-deck mat, comes up and plays it, tosses it back to the on-plate umpire. Jackson awaits. The one-two. Thornton's delivery. Outside, two and two. Catchers do a good job for both teams of blocking it up and keeping it out in front of them where they can make a play if they have to be. 
Tyler Jackson awaits the 2-2. Straight three call. Got him for the last out of the inning. That'll do it for the Crackers here in the sixth for Atlanta. No runs, two hits, no errors, two men left on base. We'll go to the bottom of the sixth inning. It is still Atlanta 8, Gainesville 5, as you're tuned to Sun Belt League Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. Charlie King is with us from King Green. And, Charlie, I often hear you talk about aeration. I'm wondering, why is that so important for the lawn? Aeration relieves compaction in these heavy clay soils. It'll also let some roots grow. It just makes your lawn healthier and happier all year long. Please give us a call when you can at 770-536-7611 or kinggreen.com. Take care of it, folks, because they know what they're doing. Over 35 years locally owned and operated by this guy right here. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of year. The excitement of Summer League Baseball returns this June to Ivy Watson Field. Come support the defending Sunbelt League champions, the Gainesville Gold Diggers, managed by a former big leaguer, Micah Owings, as they defend the title and seek back-to-back championships. For more information, visit gvillegolddiggers.com. That's gvillegolddiggers.com. Bottom of the sixth inning here from Ivy Watson Baseball Field. Still time to come out and join us. You can smell the food here in the press box from well, they've got that food truck, Joe. Yep, they've been smelling it for about three inches now, four inches. Mike and I are starving to death. And ain't got a food. At least I got my purple drink up here to keep me going. You had a Coke earlier. That Coke ought to keep you going for a couple hours, shouldn't it? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Do you up number two, three, and four hitters for the Gold Diggers? Brady McDevitt, Theo Bright, Jeremiah right, Boyd. Number one, Brady McDevitt. This inning, number one, McDevitt is one for three on the evening. Marietta native will stand in left-handed hitter. Brady is. Stands in the first pitch outside corner. Strike one. One thing about it, you can tell that Richie Casper, the owner of the team, is going to make it an experience for you when you come see Gold Diggers mm-hmm. baseball. That's exactly right. Fireworks show on July 3rd. Food truck here tonight. Inside. Now it's the way. One and one now. Well, and it's, you know, it's, it's kind of nice. It almost rivals a lot of the minor league games. And that's kind of a cool thing here in Gainesville, Georgia, for that to be happening. And my thanks to – our thanks to Richie allowing us to come out and call the games. It's a lot of fun. There's a line drive. It's going to be a base hit down in the corner. I believe he's going to have two. Brady goes around first. He's going to scamper into second. Coach is holding him there. A stand-up double for Brady McDevitt. Another extra base hit for the Gold Diggers. The center fielder. That's also a great stand to keep up with. Theo Bryant will now come to the plate. Theo is 0 for 2 on the evening. Walked and got stranded last time back in the fourth. He's due for a hit. Theo, one of the mainstays on last year's team in the outfield defensively. Can drive in a run right here with a solid single or an extra base hit. Curveball did not break inside. So it's 1-0. He'll be your center fielder for the team this season. Mm-hmm. He can go after it. We saw him make a couple of good catches yesterday. The 1-0. 2-0. Oh, number 26, Trenton Burnett. Started out like a house of fire, and now he's given up a hit. And behind 2-0 and to Theo Bryant. 
the pitch. Curveball hit high. Deep. Get out of here, Theo. Stay fair. It does, and it is a home run for Theo Bryant. And it's a digger dinger for Theo Bryant. And it's hard to say, Jerry. A digger dinger. Digger dinger. There you go. Digger dinger. That's right. Get tongue-tied on that one pretty quick for Theo Bryant. Big hit for him right there. Cuts it to an 8-7 to seven ball game now. Joey's first hit of the season. First, and a big one. First Number hit of the season is a big one. And his, his teammates meet him, at the, meet him at the dugout with a big boom. So Jeremiah Boyd, catcher, will stand up. Has been catching. He's probably a DH now. <laughs> one run game. That one hit Jeremiah on the hip. So he'll go to first after a hit batter. Amazing difference of these two innings. Mm-hmm. Riley Stanford will step up. You know, and Extra Jeremiah might be glad that he's not catching now since he took that one on the hip for the oh, team, absolutely. right? <laughs> I don't have to squat next inning, Coach, do I? Here we go. That hip flexor. Yep. Riley Stanford will stand in looking for his first hit of the day. Chopper back to the shortstop. Martinez misplayed it. Big hop over. It's going to be a hit by the official score caper right over the shortstop hit. Head and got a hit for Riley Stanford. At this point, take him any way you can get it. Right, Riley? Well, we got to talk the ground crew, though. Out to go vicious hop. <laughs> First baseman, number eight. I turned around and noticed Baker. Daniel was giving the thumbs up, which means hit in their sign language. Yep. Derek Baker will now come to the plate with two men on, nobody out, two runs in here in the bottom of the next inning. You got a chance to take the lead this inning, Joe. Yep. And they're going to have a timeout call by the catcher to go out and talk with his pitcher, Thornton. 8-7 crackers. Excuse me. <clears throat> Baker one for three on the evening. Single back in the fourth, scored. I like what Coach Cawley says. He says he hit one in the lake and get the lead right here. Get one wet. That's right. Be nice to see. <laughs> First pitch is Burnett looks in to Jackson to get his sign. The pitch. Strike called outside corner. Oh, we got a sec- second top of the hour. Looks like a 10-second station evocation. You're tuned to Go Diggers Baseball. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. Swung on a missed. Strike two. Now at for Derek Baker. Burnett looking to get back in control here. That out of the last inning. Six straight strikes and a little behind in this one after a double and a, they're telling everybody to roll up one as it bounces off the catcher's glove for ball one and everybody will move up 90 feet after the pass ball and the tying run now is 90 feet away <clears throat> Derek Becker would love to be the guy that got the RBI to tie this game up right here Burnett looks in it's the sign. The pitch. Swung on a missed. Struck him out. 
Matt Rose now will come to the plate. Matt. The second baseman, number six. Two for two today. Two for two. Been on base all three times. Home run, or excuse me, a walk and scored back in the fourth. Walked back in the fifth. Been on base all three outings. Excuse me, Rose did have a home run back in the fourth inning. Yes. I was looking down below at Moore there. One on the midst of the big sweeping curveball. Now, Matt is two for two today. Walked, single in the home run. The pitch by Burnett. Here it is. Ground ball out towards the second baseman. He scoops it up. That's going to be worth. Those over the first. One run will score. And that ties it up, I believe. Yes, it does. With the RBI fielder's choice by Matt Rose. So that takes the starting pitcher off the hook for the Gold Diggers mm-hmm. and his the third reliever. Number seven. So now we got a brand-new ball game here at the bottom of the six with Brady Moore up to bat. Runner on third is Riley Stanford. So go ahead and run 90 feet away. Brady Moore, number seven, the third baseman right in front of me here. Swung on a miss, a big cut by Brady. Brady's been on base all three times. I think Ron's going to be awake at third base, though. Yep. One for one. Been on box with a couple of walks. Scored back in the fourth inning. Did Brady. Here's the pitch. Swung on a missed. Don't know if they're swinging him, getting ahead of the pitch, or what's going on there. Brady's swinging through the last two pitches. Three runs in. Tied now at 8-8. Eight to eight. In the bottom of the sixth inning. The pitch. Swung and a missed. Struck him out. And that will do it for the Gold Diggers here in the sixth inning of play. We tied up the brandy ball game. We'll go to the top of the seventh. We're all tied. It is Gainesville 8 and the Atlanta Crackers 8. Is your tune to Sub Belt League Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. 80, 85, 90, 95? No, that's not the temperature outside. That's inside your house if your AC dies. How well do you think you'll sleep that night? Hi, this is Brooke from Conditioned Air Systems, and if you want a good night's sleep all the time, call Conditioned Air Systems for a complete tune-up by one of our certified technicians. That way, when the temperature goes up, it will only be outside. Call 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit ConditionedAirSystems.com. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia cool. I know you have lots of outdoor I know you have lots of outdoor plans for the summer, but make sure you take care of yourself with a trip to Riverside Pharmacy. They have everything you need from sunscreen to suntan lotion to the things you need to soothe those horrible sunburns. Plus, they have all of the -the over-the-counter and prescription needs for those pesky summertime allergies and colds. So before you hit the road for your vacation, make sure you stop by Riverside Pharmacy across from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Two-thirds of the way home in the Sunbelt League game. We're all tied. Gainesville 8, Atlanta Crackers 8. As you're tuned to 97.5 Glory FM, we'd love to hear from you. You can send me a text message to 678-928-1826. Let us know you're tuned in to Gold Diggers Baseball again. 678-928-1826 is our text line. Leading off in the seventh. Now leading off for the Crackers, you've got Brayden Smith. Smith. Number 33 will be followed by Jackson Alford and Cole Brennan here in the top of the seventh inning. 
Smith been on base a couple of times today. First pitch to him is a strike. Maddox Thornton out there again for his what's it, third inning of work. Maddox ahead in the count 0-1. Fouled off. Now he's ahead 0-2. He's also your pitcher record now, Joe. Yes, he is. They can shut it down. Yeah, exactly, Coach Cully. He can shut him down out there for an inning or two. Mm-hmm. Maybe he can get the W tonight. Swung on a missed. They got to throw it down. They'll go inside out. Throws it down from Strickland down to Baker for out number one. Strike them out, throw them out. Two to three on the put out. Brings up Jackson Alford. Or, nope, that's number one. Your second baseman. It's, uh, nope. Gabe Worth, yes, Gabe Worth is up now. That's your second baseman. Yep. That's a high fly ball. Center fielder's coming in. He's going to drop in front of him. Wow. A little flare, Texas leaguer, if you will. Out there in no man's line, kind of in left center. Theo Bryan had to come in and get it. And base hit for Worth. Should be number 25. That's going to be Carson Kirby is now up for Cole Brennan. Number 25, Kirby from Woodstock, Bruden Parker person. What's his name, Carson Kirby? Carson Kirby. Mm-hmm. Pinch hitter for the, the Crackers. Pinch hitter is number 25, Carson Kirby. Batting for Cole Brennan. Carson stands in, the left-handed hitter. And the pitch from Thornton. High pop-up down third base line. I'm pretty sure it's going to go out of play. It is. And that will be a 0-2 count now. Yep, 0-2 on Kirby. One man out, one man out here in the top of the seventh inning. Pitch by Thornton. Here it is. Chopper up the middle. Shortstop gets to it. Steps on second for the force. Throws to first. Double play. And that will do it for the Crackers here in the seventh inning for Atlanta. No runs. One hit. No errors. No one left on base. Seventh inning stretch time here from Ivy Watson okay, baseball, baseball field. Everybody stand to your feet. It's now all tied. Atlanta 8 and Gainesville on 97.5 Glory FM. Talking with Charlie King with King Green. And, Charlie, we've really got wallop with that cold weather. We really did. There's a lot of tree and shrub damage out there. Most of that is temporary, and it'll come back. But there's going to be some dead plants this year. Give us a call. Let us come out. We'll do an evaluation. We'll check your shrubbery. We'll see what's damaged and what's not. And then we can make a decision on whether to prune or replace. Get it done and get it done right with King Green. Find them at kinggreen.com or 770-536-7611. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of year. The excitement of Summer League Baseball returns this June to Ivy Watson Field. Come support the defending Sunbelt League champions, the Gainesville Gold Diggers, managed by former big leaguer Micah Owings, as they defend the title and seek back-to-back championships. For more information, visit 
gvillegolddiggers.com. That's gvillegolddiggers.com. Bottom of the seventh inning here from Avia Watson Baseball Field. Joe Gailey and Mike Warford with you for game number two of the Sunbelt League Baseball Action. We've got 12 more games after tonight. Our next broadcast will be on Monday, June 12th here from Avia Watson Baseball Field as the Gold Diggers go on the road next Monday, Wednesday in Alpharetta, next Friday and Saturday in Waleska against the Wild Things. We are back here on Monday, June 12th or more, Gold Digger Baseball. New, new pitcher is Davis Williams for the Crackers. The new pitcher is number 11, and the, Davis Williams. The new shortstop for the Crackers is number 5, Cole Smith. Now at shortstop, number 5, Cole Smith. So a couple of new guys out there in the field for Coach Mystickle. Due up, we have Kel Strickland, Jake Beaver, Cameron Guidry. According to our lineup, we'll see what they've got, though. Strickland will come up. He's moved to the catcher position early a couple of innings ago. That is Strickland. Yep, number 16 comes the to the plate. number 16, Kale Strickland. Kale will come in, and he is 0-4-1 on the day. A couple, uh, excuse me, 1 for 2 on the day, a single. A strikeout and walked and scored. First pitch to him. Strike on the outside corner. Nice curveball by Davis Williams. Big sweeping curveball. He's got a quick delivery. No one. Base hit. Right between the five and six spot. Threw it right in there and Cole ripped it for a solid base hit. This is going to be Jake Beaver coming to the plate again. The left fielder, number 11, And he is due. Yep, he's bad due, isn't he? Let's see. Davis Williams, Birmingham Southern, Cartersville, Georgia, native pitcher. Jake Beaver comes up. He's due for a hit right here. Get it going, Jake. Squares to bunt, pulls back, but a strike call. Come on. He might be just trying to move the runner over right here. Yeah, you don't you think Kyle will be going anywhere at first. Third baseman comes in on the edge of the grass. Let's see what he does right here. Here's the pitch. Swung over the top of it. 0-2 now. Now the bun will come up. Well, how it came on. No balls. Two strikes. The pitch. Swung on a miss. Strike three. One man out. Brings up Cam Guidry. Cam. 0 for 2 on the evening. Walked a couple of times. Scored once. Played back in the first inning. Number five, Cameron Guidry. Guidry. University of Cincinnati man. A Bearcat. First pitch to him is low, 1-0. wonder if they play a run-and-shoot offense in baseball like they do in in football. You'll find it in the Big 12 Conference next year. (laughs) That's for sure. The pitch outside, 2-0. The Big 12 will finally be a Big 12 next year. They'll be backed up to 12 teams finally, won't they? 
Two balls, no strikes. The pitch inside, 3-0. and oh. Three balls, no strikes. <clears throat> and they're, actually, they're looking at even adding more teams with Texas and Oklahoma leaving the Big 12 to join the SEC. That one stayed up high. Ball four. And four pitches. Cam Gidry walks down to first base. Now runners on first and second for Gainesville here in the bottom of the seventh. They're looking to take the lead. And an 8-8 eight, eight game. Right fielder number one. Brady McDevitt Brady with a big McDevitt. double the last time right down the right field line. And he scampered in with a stand-up double. We'll look to hopefully maybe do that again, drive in a run. Brady stands in. Two for four on the day. Fitch first pitch. There's a base hit. No, yeah, right over the shortstop head. He went up after it. They had to wait on him. It's misplayed by the left fielder. The run's going to go there. The slide and hit the runner. Everybody's going to be safe. So a little blooper, a single, and then an error to advance the runners to second and third. Brady McDevitt with a single. And scored Strickland. The center fielder, number 15. To make it 9-8, Gold Diggers. The runners advanced on the throwing error. To second and third, you'll have McDevitt at second and McGidry at third. Theo Bryant is the batter. He went deep his last time. Yes, he did. He was due, and he hit one deep over the left field fence. So, Theo, you're due again, Theo. Go ahead and do it. Looking for some insurance here in the seventh inning. 9-8. Got the lead, does the, do the gold diggers. Big swing and a miss. Thought he had that that one timed just right and him. Swung right over the top of it. Theo Bryant with runners at second and third. That one stayed inside. Two and one now. Infielders, all four of them in on the edge of the grass. Pitch, ground ball, got through for a base hit. One run will come in, that's Gidry. Here comes McDevitt, the play at home. He's going to be out. As he had to dive, the catcher did a nice job. That was Jackson, had to go over to one side and come back and tie, tag out McDevitt. So one run scored and got the out at home for two outs in the inning now. So it's Two men out, run score, yeah, run score. That was Gidry making it 10-8. Now, Jeremiah Boyd hit by a pitch and scored last time. Up and seeing if he can get his second hit of the day. Here it is. Woo, he almost got hit again. The curveball broke, but it broke around his chin, Mike. Talk about chin music. That's about where that was. Another big hit for Theo, though. Mm-hmm. Mike to Mike, maybe that'll get him unwound and going. The pitch, swung and a miss, big, fast strike as big man took a big whack at it. Bugs flying all over me here. I have to go outside and do the rest of this game. You'll be fine. (laughs) The pitch, strike two on the outside corner, one and two. Well, you'll be fine knowing that I'm fine even though bugs are on me. 
You can't uh, send bugs in you. I don't like them. They aggravate me. And you ought to see me run from snakes. That's not a bug, the though. They're all bugs in my find. Snakes, snakes and bugs are all creepy crawlies. That was a ball high, two and two. What they're wanting to get in here is this nice, cool air, air conditioning building we're in with the windows open now that it's dark and comfortable outside. 10-8, Gold Diggers lead. 2-2 pitch to Boyd. There it is. Jeremiah hits one out to the second baseman, scooped up by Worth. Over to first to Smith for the third out of the inning. But the Gold Diggers take the lead here in the seventh inning. Two runs on two big hits. They leave one man on. We'll go to the top half of the eighth inning. It's now Gainesville 10, the Atlanta Crackers 8 on 97.5 Glory FM. 80, 85, 90, 95? No, that's not the temperature outside. That's inside your house if your AC dies. How well do you think you'll sleep that night? Hi, this is Brooke from Conditioned Air Systems, and if you want a good night's sleep all the time, call Conditioned Air Systems for a complete tune-up by one of our certified technicians. That way, when the temperature goes up, it will only be outside. Call 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit ConditionedAirSystems.com. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia cool. I know you have lots of outdoor plans for the summer, but make sure you take care of yourself with a trip to Riverside Pharmacy. They have everything you need from sunscreen to suntan lotion to the things you need to soothe those horrible sunburns. Plus, they have all of the -the over-the-counter and prescription needs for those pesky summertime allergies and colds. So before you hit the road for your vacation, make sure you stop by Riverside Pharmacy across from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Top of the eighth inning, Diggers leading by two, ten to eight. What a big comeback it has been. They trailed eight to one at one time, Joe. Yep. They've scored uh, nine unanswered, and hopefully it'll stay that way. Or maybe pad it a little bit more. Stroll goes down to second. We should have up this inning Connor Saculo. Saculo. You should have the uh, Cole Smith, I believe, will come in and bat, and then Jeff Pimentel. We'll see how that pans out as Smith went in and on defense in the top of the the bottom of the last inning. Sakulo, number 18, is 0-3 on the day. In the eighth inning, top off. First pitch is low. Maddox Thornton still on the hill for the Gold Diggers. He'll be the winning pitcher, Joe, if we can hold on this lead. The pitch. Strike called at the knees, one and one. Gold Diggers have had some fireworks here coming from behind to mm-hmm. lead by two and getting fireworks on July the 3rd here from Ivy Watson Field. Mike and I will be here to bring you the action of the ball game for sure. That pitch is line foul. Big rip right there by Cyclo, but it was foul between the third base coach and the back. One ball, two strikes. Thornton needs a little off-speed cutter away from him here, maybe get him to swing at one. The one-two pitch from Thornton. Here it is. Good. Striking, swing and a miss. Struck him out. Thornton's been the most effective pitcher for the Gold Diggers in this two-game series. Let's see if that's Mark. No, that's going to be Cole Smith who came in at shortstop last inning. And, yep, Cole Smith is going to be batting now. The shortstop, Cole Smith. Cole Smith, the shortstop, number five from Canton, Georgia, Jacksonville State University. Product, here we go. First pitch to him is outside. 
Six foot, 185, senior. And Jacksonville State, mm -hmm. Jacksonville, Alabama, known as the Gamecocks. Todd Smiley, the coach at Truett McConnell for a few years, was a Gamecock basketball player. That one bounced away, 2-0. and They're now a member of the A-Sun Conference. The A-Sun, that would be the Atlantic Sun. Formerly known as? Uh, is it formerly known as the Atlantic Sun? Yes, it is. Okay. They just took it, the the rest of the Atlantic out of it, huh? That's what they did. 3-0 uh -huh. now to Cole Smith. That's right. Can't put people on right now, as Coach says. Here's the pitch. Strike inside, corner three and one. Smith didn't agree. He'll step out and come back in now. Maybe he'll throw a Thornton or throw two right down the middle and make him think about it a little bit more. The 3-1 pitch from Thornton. Swung and a missed. Big strike right there, three and two now to Cole Smith. Now challenge him. That's what I would do. Looks like a mental. Yep, the mental is on deck. The payoff pitch from Thornton. Here it is. Strike three call. Nice little curveball. Got him looking. Nice job. As Mike said, challenge him. He did and got him looking. Yep, that's Pimentel. He'll be coming up to bat now. The designated hitter, Jeff Pimentel, number 20. But so often now, Joe, you'll see a pitcher throw a curveball with two strikes in the count. It's just mm -hmm. amazing how effective they can be. Yep, you're exactly right, Michael. Here's the pitch. A little high, 1-0. Well, you see it more and more nowadays. We talk about it in our high school season. You'll see that curveball real effective with two strikes during the season. The 1-0 pitch. Strike one. One and one. Well, I hear the you know, major leaguers, they, they want you to throw 95-plus. Mm -hmm. I mean, anybody can hit a fastball if you can catch up to it. That's right. But a curveball, that will make you money. Right. Now, let's have Coach Carpenter inside. Two and two. Two and one. That's how Coach Carpenter made his living, Mike. He didn't throw oh, it. Yes. He didn't throw a lot of fastballs, but uh, when he did, they were effective. But he threw a lot of all-speed pitches. He was a pitcher. Yep. He was a pitcher. Kind of like, uh, what was our, uh, our buddy, um, uh, Maddox? Maddox? Greg Maddox. Greg Maddox. The ground ball high, chopper. Third baseman's had to wait on it to come down. Throws a BB to first in time for the third out of the inning. Boy, I tell you what, Brady Moore had to crank up on that when he did and threw a strike to Derek Baker for the third out of the inning. So we'll go to the bottom half of the eighth inning of play. Yeager still lead by two. It's Gainesville 10, the Crackers 8. It's your two to Sunbelt League Baseball. On 97.5 Glory FM. Charlie King is with us from King Green. And, Charlie, if we don't want to be an involuntary blood donor, what do we need to do this year? Well, call King Green, of course. Our mosquito program is ongoing. We take care of the mosquitoes in your outdoor living areas and keep those safe, hospitable, and keep most of the mosquitoes out. It really works. It's a great program. Give us a buzz. Make your time outdoors more comfortable with help from King Green. Check them out today, kinggreen.com, or just give them a call, 770-536-7611. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of year. The excitement of Summer League Baseball returns this June to Ivy Watson Field. Come support the defending Sunbelt League champions, the Gainesville Gold Diggers, managed by former big leaguer Micah Owings as they defend the title and seek back-to-back -back championships. For more information, visit 
GVillegoldiggers.com. That's GVillegoldiggers.com. Well, it's on about Gold Digger baseball here. We've got one more chance for the Crackers, Joe, as they'll have one more chance in the ninth inning. Now we'll see if we can add some more runs here in the bottom of the It'd be nice to get one more this inning or two more this inning. i tell you what, I've impressed with Maddox Thornton. has pitched very well for Coach Mike Owens so far. Yes, he has. And hopefully he'll be able to keep it going in the top off. Got another new man on the hill out there. Looks like is that Gavin Mask? Yeah, number 10, Gavin Mask. Is on the hill now. Another new hill. He's from Covington, Georgia. Played at South Georgia College. So now this is one, two, three, four, five, six pitcher on the day. So they're going through everybody tonight, Mike. Yeah, and again, they got a game on Monday too. Yep. And that, that and the coaches have to look at that, Mike. I mean, you, you're playing on a Saturday. You get a one day off, and you don't get a lot of a break in there. And you know, all all the games count. So it's not like you can say, well, I can throw Joe today because it's you know, it's not a conference game. They're all conference games. So you got to be out there. Gavin Mask now on the hill. Due up, we have Riley Stanford, Derek Becker, and Matt Rose. Number 18 is Riley Stanford. This is number 10, Gavin Mask. As I write him down in my book, Riley Stanford will step in now. First pitch by Mask. Here it is. Curveball hit high, but it's going to be foul. You hear the O's uh, going out for he, that uh, one. He crushed it, but it's going to be foul. He was all over that curveball. I was going back to hear. Uh, you remember from ESPN seeing Orbit start screaming. That's what happened to that ball. <laughs> exactly. That hurt. Yep. Here's the pitch. That one's high, one and one. Now, Riley was due for trying to let go of some frustration right there, wasn't he, Mike? Yeah. You know, Joe, it's only a seven-week season, and you play 28 games. So yep. It's a busy time. Well, it's four, week, four games a week, Especially basically. Especially for, for pitchers. you got yep. a rotation. Swing and a miss at a big fastball by mask. One for two. Yeah, exactly. you got to have some pitchers that you can get in the rotation and depend on the guys for short relief, long relief, whatever. And uh, so games like this early in the season, that's what you're testing, especially when you don't have your full complement of ball players in yet. There's one that hit foul. They jammed him, and he hit that one off the handle and hit it long and foul. Now in the third base over the fence. Well, Thornton's been very impressive. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it will be for three more batters. Riley stands in. The one-two pitch by Mask. He takes forever to deliver. Here's the pitch. That one's outside, two and two. Two balls, two strikes to Riley Stanford. The big man from Georgia Tech stands in. Here it is. Outside, three and two, loads it up. Full count now. Riley looking to get his second consecutive hit, second hit of the season. The pitch. Foul back over the top. Still three and two. <clears throat> yeah, Coach, Coach Colley's talking about how much is Riley's uh, grown, and he's grown a lot in the last two seasons. Got in the weight room and bulked up. 
Oh, didn't mean to, and fouled it off right up against the screen. He said he played Beaufort High School mm-hmm. a few years ago. Yeah. Derek Baker tosses a foul ball back over to the umpire. Remember those Wolves heading to Georgia Tech. They've had a lot go down that way. Yep. Stanford awaits the payoff pitch. Swall chopper. Third baseman is going to come over that sack little. Oh, threw it high, and, and Riley's going to be at first. Ball's going to be dead, and he's going to run over the first baseman who they came down in his way. And he's going to be a second. Time will be ball called as the ball got down in the duck out. And Riley will come back over, take his batting glove off. First baseman, number eight. And his Derek Baker. ankle guard. And trot on over to first. Air on the throw from the third baseman, Sekulo. Either way. Put him at second base. He is at second. That'll bring up Derek Baker. Baker, left-handed hitter. Needs a hit right here. First baseman for the Gold Diggers tonight. First pitch is high. Riley getting a big lead off of second base down there. Don't want to challenge him on that. See what they do. The pitch by Mask. Here it is. Attempted to bunt it, fouled it back to the screen. Looking to get Riley over just to get an insurance run right there. Mike, the strategy starting to come into play here. One ball, one strike. On Derrick Baker. The pitch from Mask as he checks the runner. Here it is. Squared to bunt. I'm going to send him over as he offered at it. It's going to be a strike, but it did not make contact, and Stanford is going to be a third as the pass ball is going to be and uh, leave him at third. Big insurance run right there. So it's been another insurance run to make it 11-8. It's 90 feet from home plate. I'll have a three-run lead, and that'd be really big. Yes, it would. Derek Baker looking to get on one and two, infield in, outside two and two. Riley got to be careful, make sure it bounces far enough away for him to get a chance to score. Already had one guy thrown out at home tonight. We don't want another one. The two-two pitch, swung and a missed, struck him out. Going to bring up Matt Rose. Matt with a big evening. The second baseman. is two for three. Matt Rose. Been on base three times. Hit into a fielder's choice last time up. But he hit a two-run home run back in the fourth. To cut the lead to eight to three at that time. Walked back in the fifth. See what he can do right here, Michael. First pitch to him. Say no, he did not go. It's a ball. 1-0. 1-0. Infield still playing in. Riley will only come a few feet off, making sure it goes through the infield. I'd like to see Matt get a nice little sharp base hit now. would be nice. Ball low, 2-0. Two balls, no strikes. Matt. 
as Rose awaits the pitch. Here it is. Swung on a missed. Fastball is masked. Reared back and slung it up there that time. Brought a little heat with that one. Two and one is the count. Mask looks in, gets his sign from Jackson. The pitch. Outside, three and one. Mask comes up, gets the ball. Return throw from Jackson. Goes back out and toes the rubber. Rose he is ready for the 3 2 3 1. Swung on a miss, 3 2. Matt thought he had that one. He swung hard at it and just missed it. Now we'll have the full count pitch with Stanford on first, third at one with one out. The 3 2 pitch to Rose. Here it is. A little flare down the right field side. It's going to drift. Foul down into the games of a bullpen. It's a long nothing on that, not even a strike, just a long foul ball. Rose looking to get a sharp base hit right here. The payoff pitch from Mask. Strike three called on a nice curveball that broke in there nicely for out number two. You don't want to strand Raleigh down at third base nope. here in the eighth inning. Be better if you didn't. The third baseman, number seven, Brady Moore. That is 12, 13 strikeouts. 14 strikeouts is what I have on the evening now. Four pitchers from Atlanta. Brady Moore now at the plate with two outs. Here's the pitch. First pitch to Brady is a ball low. Brady looking to get a hit. Infield back at regular depth now. The 1-0 pitch to Moore. Here it comes. Ball low. Good job by the catcher to keep it out in front of him. Jackson squatted down on it, basically let it bounce in front. 2-0. Mask looking to get out of this without any further damage two balls no strikes high pop up right side right fielder's coming over he is in foul territory and dropped it wow so you get an extra strike he overran that one down there as he tried to stop and took an extra step and overran it fell out of his glove so Brady gets an extra swing at it right here now Mike I'll ask our official score I've seen that called either way I've seen it called an error and I've seen it not called an error He's going to wait and see what happens. He's okay. Yep. If he gets on, it could be an error. If he doesn't get on, it probably won't be. Two balls, one strike, the pitch. Strike two, two and two. Brady Moore. Been on base three of the four times tonight. All was one for two officially with a couple of walks. The pitch. Swung and a missed. Struck him out. And that will do it. Leave a runner stranded on third base. We'll go to the top half of the ninth inning. The Diggers need three outs to get their first win. 
of 2023. We've got more for you at this time out as you're tuned to Sunbelt League Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. 80, 85, 90, 95? No, that's not the temperature outside. That's inside your house if your AC dies. How well do you think you'll sleep that night? Hi, this is Brooke from Conditioned Air Systems, and if you want a good night's sleep all the time, call Conditioned Air Systems for a complete tune-up by one of our certified technicians. That way, when the temperature goes up, it will only be outside. Call 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit ConditionedAirSystems.com. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia cool. I know you have lots of outdoor plans for the summer, but make sure you take care of yourself with a trip to Riverside Pharmacy. They have everything you need from sunscreen to suntan lotion to the things you need to soothe those horrible sunburns. Plus, they have all of the -the over-the-counter and prescription needs for those pesky summertime allergies and colds. So before you hit the road for your vacation, make sure you stop by Riverside Pharmacy across from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. So we've got changes made here in the top half of the ninth inning as Brady McDivitt is going to come in from right field and pitch and try to get a save here for Thornton. Yep, Brady's coming in there and got a new man in right field. I don't have my binoculars. I'm going to stop bringing them in. Right field? And not sure, but McDivitt's going to be the new pitcher. And wait here for the official score. Who's the new right fielder? They're looking. Any binoculars, too, I think. Number seven is going to be out there. Brady Moore. That's going to be Brady Moore. And the third baseman is going to be. Who's that man down at third? Is that going to be our old catcher? New third baseman, too, Daniel. Oh, the catcher. Yeah, that's Jeremiah Boyd down at third base. How about that? So Boyd at third. Brady Moore out here. Uh, Seven Brady Moore in left and right. Brady Moore in right, and 23, Jeremiah Boyd at third. Brady Moore's in right. Yep. Those are the changes. Mm-hmm. Jeremiah Boyd at there uh, at third, yes, sir. I'm com- communicating, talking back and forth with our official scorer. Uh, yeah, announcer right here, PA announcer. Will yep. Number 29, Will So my Beckham. question, didn't Boyd go out of the game? Earlier on? Well, he was still hitting. Okay. He just, they strickling him just swap from EH and catcher. So now Number he's 29, Will Beckham, his second plate appearance. Again, it's 10 right here. Bunt. Gold Diggers in the top of the ninth inning. Three outs to get their first victory. Tries to get a running bunt. Fouls it off down the first base side. New pitcher, Brady McDevitt. Kel Strickland still our catcher. Jeremiah Boyd at third. Brady McDevitt at right field. Big swing and a miss as McDevitt gets strike number two on this man. We just passed the three-hour mark of our ball game this evening. Glad you're with us here on 97.5 Glory FM. Had to make up for last night, didn't we? The 0-2 pitch. Low. Strickland did an ole at that, and the umpire kind of was trying to get out of the way, too. You want to hear before you're listening to our broadcast, send a text message to our new text line, 678. 978- 928-1826 any time this season. Big curveball stayed up high. Two and two. Devitt steps off the back of the hill for a second. Now comes back up. We'll be pitching from the windup. The pitch. 
up high, three and two. Don't want to lose this man to start off with. Leadoff batter. You want to keep keep him off, off the bases because you got Campbell and Fleming coming up. The payoff pitch, here it is. Outside, walked him. I got a feeling it was a pitch count issue with Coach Owings and Thornton. Might have been. But he was very effective. Yep, Thornton did a very nice job. Might have been a pitch count. And early in the season, you want to keep him the on that four, short leash, if you will, Scott not to Campbell. hurt him. Scott Campbell, who is three for four on the evening, now comes to the plate. I'll try your dog on just to keep him off the base pass. See what happens here. Campbell comes up. McDevitt pitches from the stretch. First pitch to Campbell is a ball. Toes the rubber. Looks in, gets his sign, checks the runner. The pitch. High pop-up. Way out towards right center. Theo's under it. Makes the grab. There's a big out right there. F8 in right center, but it's right against the warning track for out number one. Deep breath now. Exactly. If he hits it out there, you're just kind of like somebody catch it. And Theo did. And if he hadn't, the right fielder Brady Moore was right there next to him. Now Coach Carpenter going to come out and have a discussion with Brady before they face Fleming. Fleming is two for three for four tonight with a Triple away from hitting for the cycle, which we do not want that to happen. Singled his last time up and got stranded. Homer the time before that. 